0: singing i was singing yes were you singing Uh, i was saying get off my dick my dick my dick i was literally singing that song oh i've never heard that one (laughs) well (laughs) i was uh i was singing the charles hamilton version of a big pun tony sunshine sample
1: okay i know big pun
0: yeah. I uh, had, had a song, I believe it was called Get Off My Dick. Well, and the chorus goes, Get off my dick. My dick, my dick. Um I so see that? I could totally believe that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was singing the uh the Charles Hamilton sample he sampled it years later. So. Versatility, keeping the music alive. <laughs> <laughs> Big man,
1: how's it going amigo?
0: Oh, it's going man, it's going, I want to thank everyone for pressing play, episode 65 of the Hard Camera THC LXV and I am your guy Juve, that's J-U-V, just under your visual, sitting here with my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are the rockers, Big Ren man, a lot I can reach you on social medias dog.
1: You got it, man. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at a ma a underscore m a a f h u c k a. You can also find me on Snapchat at moft up three sixteen m a a f f h h d u p three
0: one six. Huh. Oh doubt, man. Hit me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvi you know That's J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out Facebook.com slash Juve with the articles and the and the, and the whatnot and the things of that nature and the here to forth. Check out uh the hard camera page, man, on Twitter and the Instagrams at the Hard Camera, who would have thunk it. Check us both out on IG, man, on our on our Sunday things we got going on, man. Big Ren is uh, grilling meats and shotgunning treats. I uh, of course I'm over there with my Sunday service thing. Hit me with you your truths and your confessions and your questions and your whatnot. Nah, uh, we'll respond to those, man. Every Sunday we out here, just building some community, man. Building some love. Big Ren, how you feeling, man? How's, how's, how's things?
1: Oh, man. Dude, this, this week, I don't, dude, I've been, I think, I think this past Sunday and Saturday got, mm-hmm. got, got to your boy.
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Tell me things.
1: Man, it was just, you know how they had, it was too big for one night.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> you know, WrestleMania or whatever. And uh-huh. Man, and took, I probably, had about, I probably had about 60 cold ones. 60 about this past weekend, about 60 cold beverages.
0: God damn, man. Uh, 60 waters. No, <laughs> I'm sure no. water was an ingredient, right? Yes, um, yes,
1: it was. I, um, I mean, yeah, I had a lot of waters, and if you do, if you want to think about it like that, oh, but no, way, well, you was high. A lot of diesels,
0: a little bit of hanging <laughs> the,
1: hung out with my friend Jimmy Beam a little bit. Okay. You know?
0: Close personal friend. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. So nah, like. man. Just fucking, like, I, th- I, I think I got, like, way too much sleep on Monday. Because, mm. like, I woke up on Tuesday like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, I didn't do shit on Monday. Fucking, the only thing I really did on Monday is I watched Bad Boys 1, 2, and 3 back to back to back.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. I haven't seen the third one. I actually earlier today, literally, was scrolling through my Facebook and somebody had posted Bad Boys Three, like the whole film, on his page. Yeah. And I'm like, this so ain't, I'm like, this ain't the whole, this ain't the whole film. And now I press play. That shit two hours. So I got that tab yeah. up on my computer. I'll be <laughs> watching that one of these days, man.
1: Man, um, I've seen two just from. Not necessarily this movie, but like I've seen sometimes they they post new movies on, on them sites.
0: Really? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> now when you say them sites, what you mean? You
1: know what I'm talking about, them no sites.
0: <laughs> uh, all kind of flicks, huh? Yeah, yeah, okay. literally. <laughs> <laughs> Well, damn! I didn't know I could go to fuck.com and watch bad boys three. No, I mean
1: I haven't like do I haven't checked it out on there. You know, I uh, bought them. It was like thirty bucks for all three of them. I was like, "Fuck it, why not?" That's
0: I what's up. That's what's up, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out, man. It's quarantine. I, I'm, you know, still quarantine working from home. It's hard to get motivated. Um I mean, I've been out here, I mean, just to do things, right? I've learned, what I am learning is, I mean, I've been used to really, really long days and six and seven day weeks, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm realizing that, like, I hadn't had the Mondays in a long time. You got the Mondays this week? Boy, I got the Mondays until this past Wednesday, dog. Like, I've been out here. I've realized it's, it's hard to get the Mondays if you don't stop. Right. People only oh, get yeah. the Mondays because they shut the engine down for two days straight. Yeah. And so if my engine is used to purring, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't got to warm that motherfucker up in the morning. You know what I'm saying? So. wish
1: I wish I could relate because yeah. I'm still considered essential.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. This is true. This is true. <laughs> I mean, I've, still, I've still got my two days off in a row, but. Big essential. Man. Big essential. So this was actually the week that I was supposed to be transferred to to new city that I'll be living in. So my first show was supposed to be this weekend. Um of course again that's still in the air. But it is what it is, man. Life is changing. I'm wondering what the new uh what the new normal will be once we get back to quote unquote normal. How we're gonna uh the the new stage of peopling, how we're gonna people. I
1: don't, I don't even wanna Try to think about what it's gonna be like. I don't want to get my hopes up. <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> well, I'm definitely not getting my hopes up. I'm, <laughs> I'm just uh wondering who will be, um, you know, after this shit is uh, quote unquote, done. But I don't know, man. I've been uh, been in the crib, man. I've been uh, you know, what I've been doing, man. I've been taking delight in. I've been ignoring messages from women on dating apps. That shit has been fun. <laughs> um, that shit has been mad fun. Like, oh you bored, you bored now? You wanna have you want have a conversation? You want uh oh, you want entertainment? No. No. Uh-huh. Not me. <laughs> I got my PlayStation, I got my forearms, I got Sean T. Bitch, I got Sean T. It, it, what is what is it? Insanity. Insanity. My hair ripped up. I'm not about to entertain you. No. Hell no. No, you're you
1: I'm busy working on my summer bod, if, if we're gonna
0: have one, bruh. My fucking winter bod. I'm about to be out this bitch <laughs> shirt all fucking November time. Like fuck, I ain't get to do sure, this all June. You said what? Just a beanie on. I'm trying to tell you, man. I'm about to make this OnlyFans profile and get these nudes sent off, man. Yeah. I gotta like I'm I'm working from home, so I'm making some bread, but there's always more bread to make.
1: Hey man, how uh, how wild is that hair right now?
0: Man, let's not tell you this, man. These waves are gonna be crazy. <laughs> I seen you got a little mustache coming in. A little mustache, my listen, my shit is about an inch away from like touching my chin, man. Like my chin hair connecting to my, my little my little jawline hairs, or whatever. I have a little fake little little fake little beard line. You know what I am saying? Give me back. I got time.
1: I've always heard like if you bend your index finger like from your knuckle or like your like yeah, and then that's supposed to be an
0: inch, so just do that, oh, tip to the uh middle knuckle, yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, it's about that, yeah, it's about an inch that's weird, ain't it <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's about that length as uh, as far as how much how much space I got so they connect, I'm just gonna shave it, but you know.
1: Oh no, fuck that noise.
0: Let oh, yeah. it rock. Let it yeah. rock. No, I'm gonna shave no, I mean when the quarantine is over, I'm gonna go back to my look. Like I don't really want a beard. I mean I mean I hate shaving. You say what?
1: I hate fucking shaving, man. I shaved yeah. I shaved my, my I call it the landing strip, you they know. That's a crazy name for it, but I
0: know what you
1: mean. And, uh, I shaved this shit on Tuesday, dog, and it's already like Bristly as fuck
0: yeah. And that's the thing Yeah I mean my shit Gonna shave. It ain't gonna grow back fast But like Yeah I'm, I'm gonna cut it off But I don't know The thing about having a beard Is like I was talking to one of my guys Actually one of your guys too I don't, uh, Shout shot to homie James Jones Who was chatting in the DMs man And uh I say yeah man That's one of the reasons Why I don't wanna get a beard Cause when I have a beard You can't shave that motherfucker Don't nobody wanna fuck with you no more <laughs> So, I'm going to stick with what I got, man. I'm cool. I'm cool. That shit just ages your face. No diss. It there's, just, it just ages your face.
1: There's one girl at work that keeps on telling me I need to just shave it all off or let the middle just grow back in. I said, like, how the fuck am I going to show what the middle grow back in right
0: now? <laughs> you ain't going to not gonna let it well, all back yeah. in? You ain't going to no, come I'm,
1: back? I'm keeping this shit. I love this shit. Yeah. I get, I get a lot of compliments on this. Well, shit. I guess, man. Shit, look at that. Look at that.
0: <laughs> sure enough. You can rest your chin right on the pussy. Yeah. Chilling. yeah. yeah. Filthy. They, sh- they show a lot about that growing your beard. Listen, I listen. I done tried all the flavors: mm-hmm. <laughs> chocolate, vanilla, mocha, Earl Grey. Earl Grey. <laughs> 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 I had all oh, I had shit. all the teas, all the flavors, all the beard oils. Now, oh my god! The secret ingredient is quarantine. That's how you grow your shit out, Oh, man. Fucking quarantine. Funny. Speaking of, I had uh, I was listening to uh one of my favorite podcasts a couple of weeks back, and they were talking about um, impotence. Are you aware of are you familiar with impotence?
1: It's oh, like, like you can't rock one out or something, right? But, yep,
0: can't perform. <laughs> you yeah. can't rock one out. Um I was <laughs> I was thinking about the one time I was reminded of the one time I couldn't perform. Um and then I got mad at you, dog. I got mad at you. At me? <laughs> yep. Yep, I got
1: that's
0: mad at I <laughs> I got mad at you. It was your fault. Um, I don't know if you remember this. I clearly you don't, but it was it was one time I couldn't perform, dog. So uh this was this was over a decade ago. Oh um, shit. it was it was a while, it was a long time ago. I was uh I believe uh it was after freshman year of college, man. Um it might have been a break. I came back to visit, came back home, man. We was at uh we was at bros crib. It was me. It was you, it was bro, it was bro, it was bro. And then uh I got that text message. I got that text. that said she was going to slide through over the bros crib. Um I'll drop that name later on. I ain't going to do it on the air. But I had been uh trying to make that meeting happen. <laughs> I was trying to make that meeting happen for a long time. And the thing is, you know how you leave, you know how you leave the city, right? And you come uh, back and you kinda of the man, you know what I'm saying? oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, you came back from college, uh Yeah, yeah, you fucking right <laughs> I did. So I was riding I was riding that wave. I was trying to ride some more waves, and so we had kicked it, um just me, you and the bros, and then she came through, we took it up to bros room and uh you know what I'm saying, got to rapping, was about to make it happen. And keep in mind, like, you know what the bros do when you kick it. All you do is smoke and just stand there. So yeah. I'm I'm in that bitch, chop, chop. And so we go upstairs, man, got the rapping, about to make it happen. Now, I could have swore. I could have swore I locked that goddamn door. Could have swore I did. And as it turns out, I didn't. Because as the moment was momentum, as the momentum was rising, all of a sudden is oh, ah, through the door. <laughs> that is the sound of Big Ring, legend. <laughs> the legend, coming in. And, uh, 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 yeah, shooting the spotlights down. And then bad, uh, the very next sound you heard was that's the sound of my dick shriveling back inside of his body and, uh, never coming back out to hang out. Oh, man. Um, yeah, man, we never did make that happen. <laughs> Was this on Jackson Street? Yep. Okay. <laughs> oh, 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 it's familiar now? Yeah. Like Yeah. It's familiar now, huh? Yeah, yeah, that was me. Oh,
1: and my bad dude. It's back so ugly, then man. I was like back then I was like, I'm gonna go fuck with this dude. Oh yeah. And, yep. You know, <laughs> You sure did. <laughs> um, see, okay, all right. Yo, this happened again.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Almost choked on my brown liquor. Go ahead, go ahead, dog.
1: Man, dude, I had one of my homies come down, and we went to, uh, we went to Evansville.
0: We went to the casino and shit. Yeah. Damn, he came to like, visit you. What's up? I said, damn, he came to visit you okay hear me out (laughs) hear me out all right i go down showstopper
1: (laughs) i go down to play some machines and shit you know yeah he's up in the room with his chick and i go back like 20 minutes later or whatever and like you know they have the latch on the door where you can swing it to keep the door open right yeah the fucker was in there and the lights were still on shit so i'm like right, bet you kicked right. that motherfucker open. You kicked that motherfucker open. And they're still up in there. like, And I'm like, like she's like, okay, I'm going to get out of here. I had no idea that she was still in there. And I told him, I was like, bro, the fucking, bro, you, you weren't getting
0: in, cause was the fucking open. light was still on, dog. And the door was open. Damn. Yeah, it, it, it's not the same situation as mine. Like, not at all. <laughs> you ain't texting him, you ain't letting him know. Hey, dog, I want to weigh up. You good? when he were like Would he been like
1: oh hold on real quick let me get back to this let me text this motherfucker
0: like what do you <laughs> I mean hey that's valid that's valid <laughs> that's funny Big Ren the showstopper <laughs> oh man like,
1: like it was about to go down too
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny that is funny as hell man
1: my bad bro
0: hey.
1: the lights were on the door was open
0: yeah yeah <laughs> Like before, I mean that's kind of on me. Like I didn't lock the door, like I thought I did. But homie left the door open. Like that's a little oh, different. A and like it.
1: she could have checked it too. Right. I mean.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit. My shit. That the little, the little, the little light, the little latch could have just jiggled free. You know what I'm saying? It could have just jiggled free. But homie, yeah, he left that shit wide ass open with the lights on too. If the light was <laughs> off, like you might have, you might have caught the context clue. Bingo. But like, bro,
1: I told him, I was like, bro, the lights were on. like, you weren't even about to get any. Like, y'all were just sucking.
0: (laughs) Ah, that's funny. That's funny. You know what I'm saying, though? I mean, shit, man. How long was you gone? Like, 20 minutes. Oh, he was only gone 20 minutes? Okay. He might have just needed more time. I mean, yes. Yeah, he might need more time. And this
1: snapped like, everybody at the bar wanted to fight me because I wasn't from there.
0: <laughs> Small towns would do that, man. Small
1: I think they were just jealous of my that.
0: fucking gear. Small towns would do it. I had them super high cut-off Levi shorts <laughs> and the
1: white box high tops and the,
0: <laughs> the best. Yeah. Listen, man, I took... Uh, I brought some of my guys from college to the crib one time, man. Um, matter of fact, it was the first visit, Labor Day. Fresh out of, man, first, what, three weeks? You were only in school three, four weeks. Yeah. Labor Day. I came back home feeling like the man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, we I went remember to, that. We went to the football game. We went to the nope. football game. It was packed, bro. Went to the football game. We just walking and strolling. And, of course, for one, like, you know when people ain't from your city, right? Oh, yeah. And then for two, like, they dress differently. Like, my my guys dress differently, you know what I'm saying? So they, they really know they're not from here. And so, like, all the, all the little, all the little diggeries is looking. And, oh, oh, Juve, oh, Juve, hey, miss you. Oh, who are your friends? You know what I'm saying? And, uh, listen, cats was tight you're getting eye fucked cats was tight like it was really like you had to watch over your shoulder just to cause you could feel it you could feel the you could feel the energy changing you could at feel it at the football game at the football <laughs> game so yeah man cats will fight over women and a dude not from the city <laughs> man, like dude that's crazy you put that shit together it's a wrap I don't know why people
1: act like that but no <laughs> oh, man it's every, I mean, shit. It's people, people are. People that's are
0: how nuts. people move. That's how people move. Just know that I owe you one. No, by the way. Um, so like that next DM you answer, and you you make that trip, and you like, yeah, it's cracking, it's cracking. Just you know, just wonder.
1: What, you think I'm gonna be looking over my shoulder.
0: No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, just just you know, just wonder. You know, if the, if the door look a little crazy, you know what I'm saying. Make sure ain't nothing under the bed. You know, make sure the bathroom is empty. I, I I quit room before Check. shit. Yeah, yeah. Check your windows. Check your windows, you know what I'm saying? I got nothing but time now. <laughs> I got yeah. nothing but time. <laughs> I'll take a trip. Uh-huh. My Man. car my car ain't got the Rona. So, you know. Ah, real quick. <laughs> real real quick. That's all right. That's all right.
1: Okay, I'm I'm just I'm just picturing it. Like yeah. But she'll whenever still be down. I
0: did, whenever I did that shit to you, dude. It was tough. Listen. Listen. It was rough. <laughs> oh man. And that's before I was like that's before I would put my face in it. Like, I was what, nineteen? I wasn't quite I wouldn't I wouldn't put my face in it yet, so I wouldn't I couldn't recover. I couldn't recover. Oh, <laughs> Boy I had no beard. I couldn't. <laughs> cats just kissing and touching and rubbing i ain't had nope i wasn't tasting nothing nope oh man mm. you remember the first one you put your face in uh man nah uh huh. <laughs> I, I got one in mind i don't know if she if she was the one though high key i think she was or the one that i'm thinking I'm actually hell. She actually lives in the city I'm moving to, so full circle. Hey, might hit her up. Like, hey, I don't know if you ever knew this. the one, did, did you know? <laughs> did you know you was my first time? <laughs> did I tell you that? Did I tell you that shit? <laughs> I was lucky though, cause like it, like that shit tasted good. Like it was a great way to like be introduced to it. You know what I'm saying? Wow! Like, it wasn't a, it wasn't a traumatic experience at all. Like it was very pleasant, <laughs> very very pleasant. You get and you get that first taste. Like, oh, okay, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. I can do this. There, there this was
1: is, a fucking there was a scene. He's found him down. Yeah. <laughs> Where they're fucking. Have you watched all East Eastbound and Down?
0: I don't think I ever. There was like a fourth season, right?
1: Yeah. I don't think she, I saw season the... two where they go to Mexico? Yes. Okay. It's like, yo, they're about to leave Mexico to Stevie. He's got, a, he's got a chick down in there. It's like the first chick he's ever been with. And they're like, Kenny's like, well, hey, man, go make a special. You know, it's my last time. Won't you, uh. You uh, go down to her and, and and Stevie just makes his face like you. Uh-uh. He's like, "What? What's wrong with you? Because it stinks down there." <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: and, it, like, it, and it's only funny if you actually seen the fucking show I, and you know Stevie. I know
0: Stevie, and that's why it's so fucking funny. I see. I, I can see his face. I can see that shit. Yeah. Might have to put that in the G post. Stevie's face when he says that shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, bro. I listen. When this quarantine is over, man, I don't know. Listen, <laughs> All these streets might not be safe, man.
1: Man, bro, it's gonna be. I seen uh, one of the one of the one of the girls I know from back home posted something. She's a bartender at Snappers. You know her. It's talking about like all the horny ass singles that are going to be out that first night just getting sloppy Bruh. and just kiss fucking anything that moves.
0: Bruh. Please <laughs> believe I'm doing my jaw and neck exercises right now. Man, I man. ain't dude, I like, I the the I am in the lab, bro.
1: <laughs> like I'm going to wait I'm going to wait until this shit gets cleared. So, I like, I'm not straight jumping out there.
0: Man, it's going to be Bro, I'm chewing two packs of gum a day. Oh, man. Five out, five hour gobs at a time, dog. I'm letting them shit get jaw off, dude. Jaw, <laughs> jaw strength. You say what? Your fucking jaw's gonna fall off. <laughs> listen, <laughs> hey, listen. I'm <laughs> fucking right. Man, man. <laughs> fucking right. Do my blah, 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 my tongue exercises. God
1: damn it! You're fucking. You're out there. This quarantine is getting to you. Bro, I am in the lab. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: in this lab getting right. You got cabin fever. <laughs> Bro, listen, man. I'm just I'm just looking around this MF man. Walls, walls, walls. I'm trying to step outside and just put my face in some walls. Walls, walls. Yeah. Bars, give me mine. Kill them. Nah. Killing them. Killing um, em. Man. Yeah, man, so... That's the plan. Hell, then again, right when this shit is over, actually, that might be even fire, because right when this is over, I might get that transfer. So, oh yeah, I hope you do. Yeah, but then again, that I don't know. I might want to take a weekend or two just to you know get filthy down here and get up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> this place has been such a fucking like time down here. Like, uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, throw this place in rice, man. There's so much shit has happened. Like I've I'm gonna remember this place more for like the things that happened in my life versus like getting to know anything about this fucking place.
1: So, I've never heard anything good about it.
0: Yeah, no. No. So Yeah, I'm just gonna remember for the, the stories around me. And uh Yeah, I don't know, man. It is what it is. Whatever. Whatever. How's things otherwise, man? After we we spent a lot of time talking about uh, uh oral love, uh a not too stopper. much,
1: not too much changed. Um, nothing.
0: am uh, trying to think. I taught my guy how to eat some. Damn, I did. Yeah, I did teach him. We was uh this was years ago. Matter matter, matter of fact. So like a year ago, you remember how I told the story about getting, <laughs> getting hit on by mad gay dudes at the gay bar, getting my jacket stolen? Yeah. It was that roommate. So this was probably, damn, time done flew by, man, four to five years ago. And he's probably, he's what? What, 24 by now? No, nah, he was probably around 2021, 20, 22 at that time. And he was like, he ain't really, he ain't really do it. He ain't really like messing with it because uh, he would do it. And like he said, like, you know that that soft part under your tongue, toward the back of your tongue? <laughs> <laughs> you know the part? <laughs> yeah. He was like, yo, that shit gets sore. That shit be hurting. I'm like, listen, dog, relax. Here, you, See his thing, dog? You got a whole head. You got a whole neck. Use your whole neck, dog. Yeah, you got other. Yeah, you got other muscles up there, then, bud. Bro, you got a whole. Listen, your whole head is a joint. Use the whole joint. You know what I'm saying? Use your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> use use, use your shoulders. <laughs> I never heard that. Bro, he hit me up, man. After we had, uh, after we had left that crib, he hit me up. It might even before. Might have been before that. He hit me. I was like, hey, dog. I use that advice, dog. We'll oh my, now, oh my hell yeah man You know what I'm saying Spread them spread them stories dog Wow oh, yeah. Man. Yeah so yeah What's been going on in your life <laughs>
1: Yeah um Shit Oh man Dude like straight up nothing Fucking yeah. just uh, I've been uh, watching the episode of hard, uh, Shit I said the hard camera uh, Dark side of the ring last night Yeah,
0: hey y'all should always listen to every new episode of the hard camera in the past yeah. episodes, it's mad replay value. It never gets old. Sorry, sir. Go
1: ahead. No, I don't get old. No. Uh, no, I haven't been up to shit. Like I said, I watched the new episode of... Uh, did you watch the New Jack episode yet?
0: I did. <laughs> I did.
1: <laughs> my God. Hey, whenever you said you and your boys were talking about like promos, I had just seen the New Jack episode like a day or two before that, and I mm-hmm. was like, whoa. Yeah. This promo was for
0: tight. <laughs> uh, my man said... <laughs> my man said, "I want to shout out the homie OJ Simpson. That's two less we got to worry about. Dude. Good work, good job, dog." I'm like, "Listen,
1: <laughs> man, dude, whatever, Like, oh man, he was like, he was he was on another level. And bro, he said, "Dude said I can't feel my legs. Don't worry, you, <laughs> gonna, gonna need
0: him, you ain't gonna need them."
1: He said, I was trying to kill him. I was trying to throw him out of the fucking ring. Bro,
0: It's like, oh my God. I uh I sent it to uh one of my group chats. I was like, yeah, yeah, yes, listen. Y'all gotta watch this new Jack episode. And one of the bros hit me back. He was like, Yo, I just watched that shit. We texted each other at the same time. We said, I was high. <laughs> <laughs> Every fucking story Listen I was high as hell I'm like yo you I'm gotta the relax sort of
1: cocaine in the back.
0: I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to tell you Golly man He's like, I, I beat the hell out of that old man Bruh <laughs> Homie was what 73 years old Yes He beat fire out that old man
1: And then the fucking the mass transit incident Oh my See, god
0: That's the one I knew about so, I knew about that one, and I knew a little bit about... And I'm trying... I don't want to give it away for the people who haven't seen it, but I knew about Mass Transit. I knew about... <laughs> so, I, did, I didn't know that he told Dude he ain't going to need his legs, but I knew that he did that, right? Um, I didn't know about the Taser, but I also... Sandman <laughs> I did. I, yeah, Um. fucking man. He went... Man, listen. But I also didn't know... I didn't know about the 73-year-old man... And I didn't know about the the. I'll just say the last incident. I don't want to say what happened. But yeah, that was like that was probably that. It got crazier. It got crazier. You
1: know yeah, saying? like it got insane. Like it just never stopped. It was like Tiger King going like Bruh. wrestling.
0: Uh, <laughs> man, listen that. Look <laughs> at the Tiger King. <laughs> Yo, new episode funny.
1: comes out next week. Is it coming? Yeah.
0: I finished that shit, man. I don't I don't know, man. We keeping it light right now, but one of these days I'm we gonna we go we gonna jump into the <laughs> not so light aspect of it and, and what oh, I'm noticing yeah. about the uh the response to the Oh target, no,
1: man. I know exactly what you're
0: talking about. And, I mean yeah. man, fuck it, we here. Wait, fuck it, we here. We here now. Um Listen, man, the Tiger King is just mad fucking entertaining, but he is not no fucking hero. No, not at all. He is not a hero. He is just eh. supremely entertaining.
1: That's the only thing, yeah, like, if, if he was, like, a serious character or, like, if if there was no humor about it, it'd be, yeah,
0: right. would be a whole story. It'd be a whole different story, and so my thing is, man, The the, the main point that I've been coming to lately is that, okay... Like, he's mad entertaining, maybe he's in jail wrongfully to some extent, but, like, he did foul shit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, he
1: fucking, I mean, he killed some tigers.
0: I'm saying. And, and so, I mean, like, yeah. and that's yeah. a that's a nice way to put it. Yeah. And so, for me, there's so, the, the these people who want his sentence reduced and want to see him free, these are the Must- same people who shit all over a, a Mike Vick who only funded the foul shit. Like, he didn't do the foul shit. He put the money up. And they want to see him burn 10 plus years later. Well, Joe Exotic <laughs> has been in jail for less than a year. And they want to see this man. They want Part- to throw this man a fucking parade.
1: Yeah, no. I definitely agree with you on that. Oh. So. Bro. But, like, there there was some hilarious-ass shit. Like, and it wasn't even a funny, like, dude, one of the funniest parts to me, and it wasn't even supposed to be funny, I don't think,
0: <laughs>
1: hmm. when that chick got her arm bit off, <laughs> and this motherfucker goes, <laughs> no, that that wasn't a funny part,
0: hmm. but Joe
1: Exotic, this motherfucker goes and puts on an EMT jacket, like, he's a fucking paramedic. <laughs> That's a power move.
0: <laughs> Bruh. That whole, that whole saga just, yeah. That whole saga. Listen, he ain't he ain't Bro, he a hero, me. but he's mad entertaining.
1: If one of my bros was still alive right now and knew that you could buy a fucking tiger for $2,000, he'd have more than one. That's for but- sure. <laughs> Bro.
0: Y'all got to bring this shit up at the next meeting, dog. Y'all are fucking crazy. <laughs> Only black dude uh- I knew with a tiger was was Mike Tyson, but that's Mike Tyson.
1: Shaq's got tigers.
0: <laughs> did he did he buy a tiger?
1: Yeah. He was okay. on the show.
0: Shaq, Mike Tyson, and probably Michael Jackson. Oh probably. yeah. But like regular ass white people be having tigers.
1: I don't know. It's it's fucking weird, like like I couldn't nah, hell nah
0: Just for fun. Yeah, Yo, you
1: know that mother went to the village mall, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Did you see like on the map, like where they had all the all the malls? Village Mall was on that motherfucker.
0: It was in the hometown. This is true. This
1: is true. I think I remember. Like I think yeah. I because it was when we were like younger. Man, it was in the. 90s.
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> did that speak? Did that speak to him, or did that speak to the hometown?
1: <laughs> Ain't shit. Yeah, that's true.
0: That might <laughs> speak to the hood, to to the hometown. You know who we are. <laughs> what cloth we come from? Uh, there was a
1: there was a guy uh, that we went to school with. He had he, his family had some tigers. Remember that?
0: High key, I think I was out to his property one time. I wasn't <laughs> nowhere near the tigers, but uh, no, we
1: parked right by the cage, bro. It was it was dark. You couldn't see him. And, and one of them ran up, bro.
0: <laughs> see, nah, see. I've been doing this with you and being reminded of stories that I would have never remembered because these are places I just would not go as a 31-year-old man. Oh, that yeah. I, I had to have been tricked into going into as a 15- to 16-year-old boy. Just, yeah, man. I was
1: trying to hang out at that age. Yeah. I not have too many friends.
0: <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Except me. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man. So, what are we, 30-something, 36 minutes in, 30, almost 37 minutes. So, I had a conversation with uh, one of the homies. Um, this was actually the day of WrestleMania. Um, he had thought, or er, <laughs> day one of WrestleMania, and he had thought that it was going to be Friday and Saturday. <clears throat> I told him, no, it's Saturday and Sunday. We talked a little bit. We talked a little bit about, you know, the game and... um I'm intentionally putting this, or we're intentionally mentioning this, in this part of the show versus the WrestleMania recap. Uh, It's a bit of of a crossover. We know that there are certain people who listen just for the wrestling content. There are people who listen just for the first 30-something minutes. Well, this is for both. (laughs) And I was talking with Homie Man, you know, he's got a little son. His son, you know, has a little giant Cena action figure. We were just kind of talking about the game. Um, I sent him a link to uh, a match, uh, a match that we both really hold in high regard. I won't say which one because, uh, we'll we'll actually be talking about it soon, but talked a little bit about it. Now, growing up, man, and I've mentioned this before, like, I was never a fan of Dragon Ball Z. Um, I was, I never watched Pokemon, Yu Gi Oh! Um, I didn't listen. I didn't like that shit. Wrestling was always my one quote unquote nerdy thing, or or, or I wasn't a big comic book guy, right? I like rap music, basketball, and wrestling. Black as fuck. That's it. You,
1: you said it, not me.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm taking those words. Like I didn't. I yeah. That was, that was what I was into, and so. Um, some some interests are just kind of looked at, you know, a little more favorably than others. You know, what I mean, to to a certain extent. But anyway, we're having a conversation, and his wife. Um, of course, she can hear him talking, and now, I, you know, I'm not gonna say she called us faggots. Um, but you know, she called us faggots. Um, about <laughs> talking about wrestling, I was like, huh? Now you know me. Listen, I don't, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about nothing. Yeah. Um, I just whatever. Whatever you think of my interests, listen, your interests are mad corny, but I'm just not going to shit on your interests. Uh, The thing about any kind of interest, right, like any interest, There's, there's only but a couple routes you could take. You can either just not care and not have any emotional reaction. You can either, how do I want to put it? You either not care or you know what? You can ask a question and maybe at least try to understand. You may not take a full interest
1: or you could just talk shit.
0: Yeah, you could either be a be a dickhole, <laughs> you could either not care or you could actually try to understand and see what it is about that specific interest that's drawn in that's drawn them in like that to why it has such a cult fan base like it does. And so we come to this segment as we're blending in these two, uh, these two audiences. The hard camera, where else? Where else? Blending these two audiences, and me and Big Ren both put together a list of five matches each that you can show a non-fan, and it explain professional wrestling itself. So we're gonna talk about that list a little bit. The, the, we both put together a list of five matches to to explain this, exemplify the the totality of this entire art form. Um, Ren, how you want to go about? It? You want to alternate? Or you want to just drop your five? We'll talk about each, and then we'll drop my five. How you how you want to go? I'm thinking alternating. All right, no doubt. Well, let's do this first, man, because we had kind of talked about each other's list, and there's one match that like we both had instantly. That I almost hesitate to put on because it was such like a like a given, and now of course fans will know. Now you know what? Before we even get into that, what was some of the criteria of your list? Like what was it that that helped you choose those five?
1: Um, intensity. Yeah. Uh, just a pure, fantastic match, uh, storytelling. I think that was really it, like, and just, I, th- I think that was it, just how t- how intense it can be, and great storytelling, and just an overall, yeah. just fantastic match.
0: Yeah, I hear you. I, um, Mia, yeah, I went with drama. I went with drama, I went with, drama, I went with storytelling. I went with, um, a crowd. That's uh, a good one, too. The crowd is probably the most underrated aspect it really of is. This, this art form. Which is why, like, the last month and upcoming months are going to be kind of just weird to watch. Um, Crowd, the drama, the story leading into the match itself, um, and what became, you know, of it afterward. Um, Now, knowing some of your list, uh, and we'll talk about it more, you know, you kind of went with a lot of, uh, you know, spectacle. You know, gimmicks and stuff around it. Me, I kind of went more of like a technical aspect of it. You know, more, more of a pure um approach but I'm I'm proud man these are these are 11 different matches do you know to uh to kind of show a different fan but here's what we do we are going to wait go ahead grab your pens and pencils I'll wait we just waiting I'm going to grab my sip or you know what pull out your phone your memo section oh brown liquor with some orange juice and then a couple pieces of cantaloupe just to, just, just to soak in some of that for the end
1: see i don't is, is jim beam brown, jim beam's brown liquor
0: is it brown it is brown is it liquor
1: brown bourbon
0: there it is there it is
1: so a little bit of jim beam water
0: <laughs> no fruit no fruit where so i think they grabbed their pens and their pencils and their, and their phones um real quick just a quick honorable mention you know we went with uh and all of these you can find on the internet. You don't have to have your WWE Network subscription. But you can find all these on the internet. Um, Bret Hart and Steve Austin. Uh, WrestleMania Classy. 13, 1997. Now, the thing is, now, we imagine as well, whether you're a, a constant fan now or just someone who listens for you know the first 30 minutes of the show, I can almost guarantee that you have probably told your friend or your teacher to suck it.
1: We got trouble a lot.
0: We got trouble all the time, all the time. Um, So even if you're not, you know, a constant fan of the art form, there you have a certain appreciation. Um, But very briefly, Bret Hart and Steve Austin was a a spectacle Uh, in 1997. You had the guy flipping everybody off. He wasn't quite the man yet, and then you have Bret Hart, like. The all American guy Imagine this right We'll we'll put it this way Imagine you walking down The hallways of school right And then Coolest
1: motherfucker in there Coolest
0: motherfucker Let's say you run into Like the star jock He's been a jock For the star guy For three years He's popular He's noble He's a good guy He everybody likes him And then on the other side Of the room You got like The dude who You got The dude who wears All black Leather Way too cool Just doesn't give a fuck About nothing right and yeah, on the I surface, himself at lunch. yeah, and on the surface, he just seems like a dickhead, right? Nobody you yep. want to hang out with. Well, imagine one day, like, you see them get into it. Eventually, the eagles are going to collide. And you realize that the all-American jock is kind of an asshole. Yeah, he's the
1: worst dude.
0: <laughs> he's actually been an asshole for three years.
1: Yeah, you just haven't noticed because you thought he was so fucking cool.
0: <laughs> you thought he was cool. And in the loner in all black... Was actually like the cool guy the whole time Yeah Now apply those principles to this match This match employed what is called the double turn Where One guy comes in a good guy Leaves a bad guy The guy who comes in a bad guy leaves a good guy Through just a fight No words A whole fight It's like 25 minutes Of never say die Fighting attitude No fighting Right
1: it literally was Never Say Dive.
0: Yeah. Yeah, So, and we're going to try to tell these stories without giving away who wins, if these things, you know, are, are something you into. But uh, that's our quick honorable mention. Harden, Austin, WrestleMania 13, 1997. Big rim, man. Show us, uh, shoot us out, man. What's your, what's your first pick?
1: Fucking Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page versus the Young Bucks at AEW Revolution this past year in
0: Chicago. The most recent, your most recent uh most recent pick? Yes. This is yeah, the most recent. I believe it's the most recent one on both of our lists. So imagine right. Oh, how you wanna describe this one? Imagine like you like, a you're, new team,
1: new tag team being put together. Right.
0: Like, yeah, imagine like you're might... like best friends. You got like a pair of brothers you're best friends with. Right? And they're like, you can't come in between their bond, but you guys are, like, best friends. And y'all got a big-ass group of people who are best friends. But, like, the brothers are the best friends. The Bucks. The Bucks. The Young Bucks, who are brothers in real life. And then, you know, you got to compete. So you pick one of your other close homies. And you got to compete. Hangman. Hangman, Adam Page, and Kenny Omega. And you get into it. You know what? And and you realize, and now this is just you. Now imagine yourself, listener. You got to compete with a guy who you're great friends with, but he's been kind of like trying to do his own thing. He realizes he can't really kick it with y'all like that, but y'all y'all make a great team. And so you're caught in between your friendship with the brothers who you're competing against, and your partner who is a bit of a dick. But oh, yeah. it's justifiably a dick, but he can compete his ass off.
1: And I mean and I mean who I mean the bu- I mean the Bucks, they're considered the best in the world.
0: I didn't even, yeah, didn't even mention that. Yeah. These brothers you're competing you know, against are considered the best in their craft. So you are competing against, against your friendship with them, plus your friendship the two guys. with yeah, who are thrown together. Yeah. Sorry for interrupting you. No, you're fine. So you're competing against your friendship with the brothers, your friendship with your partner, who don't really want to fuck with y'all like that, but is a competitor. And you're also competing against your own ego, because you don't want to lose, because you're a competitor. And you get 40 minutes of a great story. Oh, so good. It's,
1: it's definitely the least tag team match of the year. Already for me, I'm
0: rolling. I'm rolling. I'm rolling. I mean,
1: it's it's just nonstop hits. It's it's just it's flawless. I think
0: I'm rolling. I'm with that. All the awards, all the awards, and then
1: yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna say anything else. Just go check it out.
0: <laughs> no doubt. I'm gonna jump into number one on my list, man. This is actually my oldest pick, as far as how recent it was. I believe it'll be the oldest one we talk about. Um I also didn't mention, you know, as far as putting this list together, I wanted to pick people. Um, I wanted to stick with more well-known names. And I'm definitely not going to fault you for the match you chose because I almost, I listen, I had it on my initial rough draft. But I also wanted to stick with, like, more recognizable characters, recognizable names. Mm-hmm. So for this first match, I chose who's more recognizable. There's only a couple more recognizable than the macho man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dig it. Right. Taking on the Ultimate Warrior. We taking it all the way back to 1991. WrestleMania 7. So outside of this match itself being a retirement match. So the loser of the match had to retire. But outside of this match. We all know the story of Randy Savage and Ann Elizabeth. And so... This match was the culmination of a multi-year story of the greatest love story in theater. Randy Savage and Elizabeth. Now, mean, if,
1: check out check out the dark side of the
0: ring. This to compliment that. Up, so. Yeah, to yeah. compliment that. And so they a very good job of that. They did a great job. They did a great job. But without giving away any kind of spoilers, I will tell you this. Watch this and then watch the ending of the match. This match had grown men crying in the stands. It's
1: fucking real to me.
0: It's still real to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's still real to me. Grown men and women crying in the stands at how this turned out. Uh, Warrior Savage, WrestleMania 7. Go ahead, uh, Big Ren. What's your, what's your number two? Um,
1: Edge and Christian versus the Hardy Boys versus the Deadly Boys WrestleMania 17.
0: TLC2. Yeah. This one is pure spectacle, ain't it?
1: <laughs> oh yeah. I mean like this is like whenever like the Swanton, like the Swan Dives and shit like that first started coming out and we were all
0: we were all young
1: bucks on the trampoline trying to hit this shit looking bad, almost breaking our fucking necks and shit, you know, and it was I mean, this this was the TLC matches like if like if you watch the TLC match nowadays. Yeah. Eh.
0: This is the best one overall. This is the best one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This is the best one. If you want to I mean, see, like, good. No, I was just going to say all three teams are just fantastic
0: at and what they were doing. This is the one. It's also the one we had to run in with all, like, their managers, right? So Spike ran in. Yes. Lita came in wilding. And, yes. and, and Rhino came in as well. If you want to see, like, artistic carnage, I like that. That was fly. That was off the top of my That's head. It. Artistic, artistic Carnage. If you want to be like, yo, wrestling isn't okay. Wrestling might be fake, but this isn't fake. <laughs> you know what no. I'm saying? Along with something else you're gonna mention, but I want to give it away. But like, it was what it, it was. It was in the name: Tables, Ladders, and Chairs. Artistic Carnage for 15, 18 minutes. Um, six you're men. Man, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a great way to put it. If you want to just be purely entertained. As six men putting themselves on the line, and you're wondering how they walk in the next day. Um, yeah, TLC I mean, 2. It,
1: it could have been a career ending match for any of those guys. Listen, you
0: it know. could have been worse. <laughs> worse than just a career. Like,
1: dude, like that. I was watching, I mean, like, I was watching that new episode of fucking The Dark Side of the Ring yesterday, mm-hmm. and then Draws was on there.
0: Who broke his neck and is now paralyzed.
1: Yeah. 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 And like that, it was just an accident, you know. And Dua was on there too.
0: Who did it? And who did it to him? Accidentally? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I mean, they both said they've got no ill will towards each other, but that's just—I mean, that's how real it is.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because it could just be an accident, and it's fucking over for you forever.
0: That's a fact. That's a super fact. That's no. a super fact. So, I mean, hell, one of the participants in the match you just mentioned, TLC two, he just came back after nine years. Nine fucking years. Nine years. Edge just made his return after nine years of being forcefully retired due to due to neck injuries. So, yeah. This match played a part. <laughs> Definitely played oh, yeah. a part. Absolutely. Um, I'm going on to my number two, man. I'm going with uh, a, a classic, a verified classic. CM Punk versus John Cena. Uh, Money in the Bank 2011. This one, besides it just being like just great, just a great match, the crowd took it over the top.
1: As they always did with with both of those competitors.
0: And it's in CM Punk's hometown of Chicago.
1: I miss so, that dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I do too. I do too. So the backdrop of the story, let's put it this way, right? Let's 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 put it this way. Let's say. Let's say LeBron James, right, is in his final days as a his contract with the NBA is is ending, right? And there's there's like some now, of course, there's only one NBA. But let's say there's some huge viable basketball company that he could go to if he wanted to. And let's say it's his last night in the company, and he's he's the the championship is on the line and he wins the title and is like you know I don't know what I want to do and just leaves right see ya see ya (laughs) so uh, applying those principles of this match CM Punk's last day in the company and this was for real his last day in the company was that night and he's in a match for the world championship in his hometown
1: has it really been that long
0: it was nine years ago yeah damn damn yeah, nine years ago.
1: We just said nine years ago. So I mean, that's how long Edge has been. That's, yep. that's pretty crazy.
0: That was a, that was the same year. Yeah, that was the same year. So CM Punk's about to leave the company to do whatever he wants to do. And if he wins the title, he has your title. <laughs> and is about to leave your company to do with it what he likes. <laughs> um, the The atmosphere was crazy for this one. And, and I would definitely show any, any fan or any non-fan or any casual fan uh, on a, on a quarantine, quarantined, uh Friday night. That's part of why we're doing this too. It's quarantine season. How much, how much rock yeah. the reception, how much say yes to the dress can you watch? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so we're, we're also adding awesome to content view. Hey, how much other content can you view? So we're also adding to your quarantine list. Uh, for for one of those board nights. Go ahead, Big Man. What's your next pick? Oh man, Uh,
1: we were actually there live. um, WrestleMania Thirty, Daniel Bryan versus Batista versus Randy Orton for the fucking title.
0: Ooh, we were there. We were there.
1: We were there. And I mean, this is this is the match that whenever I said when I was talking about like story, like this is the story. I think like this is this is a year long story for Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Yeah, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. ever like I'm pretty sure it started at, like the WrestleMania or the pay per view after the WrestleMania the previous year, right? When he just couldn't, I mean, like he was he was doing he he was a phenomenal performer, and it was just the authority Triple H and Stephanie just kept fucking dragging him down, and which wouldn't let him get a fucking break.
0: Hell yeah!
1: And here comes. And he fucking he fought hard all fucking year. And then WrestleMania 30 comes up in April. And he this, this is actually the second time he fought that night. He fought Triple H earlier in the night in a the no holds barden match. And if you won that, <laughs> yeah, he fought his boss earlier in the night. And if you won that match, you got to go on to fight again that <laughs> night for the title in a triple threat match.
0: Imagine if you're at and work. And I mean. And sorry, sorry to cut you off. Imagine you're at work and like you're busting ass at work, like your entire career, but your boss is, is being chump and just won't give you a raise. But then you see this one dude come in. He's been handed every little thing. He's been fucking up. He's been stealing from the company. Been caught and still won't get fired. And still getting raises. And you got one dude who was there for a little bit and like he was cool. But he never became like the man. But he was cool, and then he left for like three years, and then came back because all the other shit he was doing just fell through. And you still not getting a raise. He's
1: back in the same position.
0: Yeah, higher than you, and you still not getting a raise. Like you got mad bills. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> yeah, it, right? That, I mean, that yeah, amuse, that's that that, that's you yeah. store. You got mad bills. You know. I- and so you gotta go and punch your boss it's, in the it's, face. It's, it's a great match. Absolutely. Uh, the culmination like Ren said, the culmination of, of a a year, but you know, if you want to take it deeper, it's 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 a longer than a year story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That is real. That is real. Yeah. I like that pick. And I think that um,
1: like one of the story story best like stories there is
0: hell yeah. for this shit. <laughs> I'm rolling.
1: But yeah, what's your what's your next one, man?
0: I am going with WrestleMania 21, 2005, Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels. Oh, yeah. Classic. The uh, And even to supplement that if you do have your WWE Network, they actually did a 30-minute behind-the-scenes story on this one match, which was really just fun to watch. I mean, the backdrop of it is, I mean, it's, it's – so, you know what? We'll take it back, man. 1996, right? Shawn Michaels was on top of the world He became the guy In this Theatric form of wrestling Right Well later that year Kurt Angle Won an Olympic gold medal With a what broken shit. Freaking neck <laughs> Right His neck was broke For real And won an Olympic gold medal How does he even Want him compete? You said what?
1: How did they even Want him fucking compete?
0: I probably don't want to know <laughs> I probably don't yeah, want to know
1: Yeah no, that's no shit
0: <laughs> Yeah So, that's the foundation, right? They're in two separate worlds of what wrestling is in some people's eyes and what it is in other people's eyes, right? Somehow they meet on the biggest stage of the world. The showman, the icon, the showstopper Shawn Michaels, and the Olympic freaking gold medalist in Kurt Angle, who is sick being told that this guy is better than him. And so, you got these two clashes of styles. This one is really hard to compare as far as, like, real life aspects. This one is more so just a great blending of styles and, like, a thriller. <laughs> a thriller for 20-something minutes. You know what I mean? Directly. Oh, yeah. Directly. WrestleMania 21, Kurt Angle, HBK. Uh, a personal favorite of mine. Um, Go ahead, Ryan. What's next? Oh, man, I've got
1: it's another, another match in Chicago. Chicago's got all the good matches,
0: man. They, they really
1: do. This is from last year's NXT War Games. It's the men's War Games match.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Who's on there? Undisputed Era. Uh, Undisputed um,
1: Era versus Ciampa, Keith Lee, Dijakovic. And Kevin and Owens. Kevin Owens. And, yeah, and Kevin, yeah, and... Kevin Owens, like that they didn't even have a fourth guy. Right. At the start of the match. And I mean, and whenever Kevin Owens came out, that was a huge fucking pop. That was insane. Nobody was. expected that. It was. And I mean War Games is uh, I mean, two guys enter one guy whoever went, I I think nobody comes in until somebody gets the first pin, right?
0: Nah, it's or, a time it's a time limit thing. So, each another okay. guy comes in after every couple minutes. Um, and they're also, and we didn't mention this, they're surrounded by a big-ass cage.
1: Well, yeah, it's two rings with a cage
0: around both two of them. Two rings with a big-ass cage. So, imagine, like, the Beat It video with the two gangs fighting, but, like, way more violent, and they're all trapped in a big-ass cage. <laughs> That like the war games matches like
1: really show you that like the like I mean, I've i I've already said it earlier, like it could really end at any moment, like yeah. your fucking career. Yeah. And war games matches are no fucking joke.
0: Mm-hmm. And again on the surface is another one the now the story that led up to the match of course is, is really fun, but the match itself is again kinda is, is leaning more towards spectacle. It's eight guys, it's two big ass rings, and it's a big ass cage. But it's like forty-five minutes of just escalating drama. It's getting <laughs> crazier and crazier. It does. It does. And uh
1: Edge of your seat type shit.
0: Yes. And I was gonna say that ending, that's all I'm gonna say. The ending <laughs> is uh is is crazy as well. Um another fun one, man, that was fun. Um I'm going to go with uh, 2004, man. No way out, 2004. It is the late, the great Eddie Guerrero taking on Brock Lesnar for the title. Um, This, I believe, took place in San Francisco, which isn't exactly like... I mean, it's California, but you don't really, for some reason, think of San Francisco as like a safe haven or like a, or, or I don't want to say safe haven, but it's not you know, a wrestling town. Well, well, it's a wrestling town from back, back in the day, but more so like, you don't think of it as somewhere that Mexican culture is going to be as popular as it really is. That makes sense. Even though it's California, right? You, you would, you should think so, but imagine yeah,
1: I'm a, Northern California though, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I mean,
0: yeah. <laughs> true. Northern California was definitely rooting for Brock Lesnar. Um but and you know and this is more so you, you got to just tell the real life story of, of of Eddie Guerrero. I mean a guy who all the talent in the world, all the charisma in the world, but I had to fight through so many personal demons. Mm-hmm. Uh you know drug drug and alcohol abuse. Um he got fired he almost lost his wife and family almost and I be, was there a car accident I might I think be getting there was a car accident I think sure big yeah big car accident He
1: overdosed multiple times Yeah I'm pretty sure
0: So my man had that- true true demons like let alone like his first match in the company he broke his arm First <laughs> match. His first match in the company, he broke his arm. So, yeah. So he missed time there and then developed the drug habit, drug and alcohol habit, which cost him his job, which then almost cost him his family, then the car accident, and he had to fight to get back. And then had to fight. Once he got back, was told he was too small, not good enough, whatever, whatever, until he just showed everybody that, listen, I'm the guy. I am the guy. And so you bring all those combustible elements to San Francisco, where he's standing against a six foot four, two hundred seventy pound fucking beast man. And then you add in that crowd again. Mo- all of these matches I've chosen, the crowd is the crowd is like the third person in the match. Oh yeah, the, the, they That's they what we've can been missing. Wait absolutely they can take the most and i have an example for later on they can take the most nondescript regular ass match and turn the volume up on that and make you think you're seeing the greatest thing ever yeah. you know you no know, check that out man eddie and brock no no way out 2004 uh we both have one pick each am i correct one pick each left yes my man knock out i got your number five
1: you're taking it back to 1998, mm. King of the Ring. Mmm. Mankind, aka Mick Foley, versus the Undertaker in a Hell in a Cell match.
0: This is another one where you can like show your friend that like, yo, wrestling is not. It's scripted. It's not fake. <laughs> Yeah, a hundred percent, and not and not even a step and not even a step on your toes, but like there was a part in the match that wasn't scripted that has become yeah. legendary. So yeah, go oh, ahead, yeah. Chat, chat me up.
1: Well, like I was I was reading about this like a like, couple couple days ago, and it was it was Mick and Terry Funk sitting backstage like a couple weeks before this match, and I was like, how, like they were watching a previous um, Hell in a Cell match, yeah. And Mick Foley was like, how do I top this? Like, this is this is amazing. And I guess Terry Funk just said, fuck it, dude. Start the match on top of the cell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he was joking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they really did it. Like, they started this match on top of the fucking cell. Yeah. It's like 30 fucking feet in the air. Bruh. You know? And, I mean, I'm, I'm going to talk about that that spot that wasn't meant to be, but it, yeah. uh, it happened. I mean, I'm not yeah. going to say what else happened, but, I mean, They're on top of this fucking, they're on top of this 30 foot fucking structure of just steel and fucking, this thing is scary, you know? Bruh. And beating the shit out of each other, Taker, Undertaker chokeslams Mick Foley through the fucking top of this fucking cell. And and this thing, the part like, dude, there's a fucking chair up there. The chair comes falling down (laughs) and smacks him in the fucking face.
0: I forgot about the chair. (laughs)
1: Like. You know, like that wasn't planned, like and neither was like like they were falling through the cell before it even
0: happened. It was not ready to to hold six hundred pounds of man oh yeah yeah and 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 listener, that's the second most legendary part of the match. Yeah. so not even to mention the first most legendary, and not even to mention like the thumbtacks, so yeah.
1: Bro, he was saying after the end of the match, he was like, I didn't even get to use the thumbtacks. <laughs> right. And take and Taker was like, They're Mick, they're in your fucking arm. <laughs> I mean, like, dude, what? Like that that <laughs> should have been a clear end match. Bruh. Bruh. For anybody else it would have been.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. Again, another pure, pure spectacle like I can't speak highly of it, of it enough. Like you mentioned, the second most legendary part, and then the thumbtacks. We still left out the <laughs> the most legendary part of the whole night, and how you know it still escalated from there. So, I like it. I like it. So, for my last pick, we mentioned. Uh, I mentioned how like the crowd really like can make a take a match and make it take it good and make it great, right? So this match I'm actually about to mention Is actually probably like the worst match Of the 11 we've talked about (laughs) But the crowd took it from A regular match to a legendary Match And so the thing with this art form Is that it's built on Emotion it's built on characters It's built on story It's one thing to be Like take some athletes And have them do flippy do's For 20 minutes But the real meat of it is having people and characters that you care about Mm -hmm. to where you can do the most simple thing and make it mean so much, right? So Steve Austin was so popular, he flipped dudes off, punched people in the face, hit the stunner and went home. But people loved him because he was flipping off his boss and who doesn't want to flip off your bum ass boss? Oh, yeah. I like my boss. My boss is dope. But if I didn't like him, I'd want to flip him off. You yo,
1: I so, swear to God, my boss is cool as fuck. But like, whenever he walks in the door in the mornings, we flip each other off.
0: I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so it's taking two characters that you just care about, putting them in a story and a situation, and then let them go from there. My last pick is almost an honorable mention as well. But my last pick, WrestleMania 18. 2002 Hollywood Hulk Hogan versus The Rock. Yep. This is another one of those matches where earlier we talked about Harden Austin, how they their plan was to go into the match and turn from good guy to bad guy, bad, bad guy to good guy at the end of the match, right? That was the plan. But that Toronto crowd, Toronto is another underrated wrestling city. Okay. That Toronto crowd, they made these two men... Change roles mid match for one match only.
1: That's that's special.
0: That's special, and these two guys rolled with it. They saw what was going on. Now, if you watch the match it's on mute, roll with it. they just rolled with it. You said what? Even better. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Absolutely. Like if you watch this match on mute, it's kind of like, huh? Okay. All right. Cool. But again, that, that that third person, that six man, the crowd, it just takes this from one level and adds it to another level and, and creates some all-time moments, man. They, they took the subtleties and the simplest Uh I've been drinking brown liquor. The simplicity of you know what they did and just made it mean so much more. So that was 11 straight matches, man, and we hope that y'all uh, you know jotted those down. If you're a longtime fan, um, I mean, I hope you got a list to show. You know, your casual fan. If you're a casual fan or a non-fan, I hope we add it to your uh your your quarantine list. If you're still rocking with us at this point of the show, uh, but I enjoyed that, man. We got a. I yeah. like those segments. We should we should, we should gotta we gotta come up with some more segments a I, I la those.
1: I'm with that, and it just made me realize there's like some WrestleManias that I need to like go back and rewatch, and it's a yeah. lot of them. Yeah, it's like fifteen through twenty-five
0: facts. This is That's another good thing. That's another thing about this art form that like, there's a certain replay value in this art form that you don't get from the NBA, the NFL, other sport. Other, yeah, right?
1: Well, yeah, I, well, hold on. Go ahead. Old ass NASCAR races. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> well, thank well. They were wrecking each other, they were fighting. Yeah. A bunch of mountain news. But Hell.
0: Here's, a, here's the thing though. You <laughs> oh, watch no. the, you watch those for the moments. Exactly. You don't watch it for like the whole can... race. Yeah. You look you go to but... YouTube and you type in NASCAR crashes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's
1: making it funny. But no, yeah, no, you're hundred percent right. Like, you turn on a pay per view in old old WrestleMania and it's like I'm set for four or five hours.
0: Yeah. There there's definite replayability, replay value. Absolutely. I'm down. I'm with it, man. Yeah, we have to come up with some new segments fan. Again, I hope we, we gave y'all a great list and uh you know for the non fan to show your casual friends. And listen, 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 listen. We left out a lot of matches.
1: <laughs> I mean it's thirty plus years of just hits, you know. Exactly. That are-
0: once it became, and I mean, like,
1: yep. this has been the longest running sports like for weekly.
0: Yeah,
1: you know. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, how the fuck, like, did that that right there? If even if you're not a fan, you still like, and you talk shit about this company or this this business or whatever. Because we do that right there, should make you kind of like, all right, I'll give them a little bit of props, and I'm mean, not saying I want your props, right? But just just respect it for what it is
0: i mean because listen we we definitely listen <laughs> for for the, the we talk for, shit. <laughs> as long as yeah like we give them the blues when the blues are necessary big time and for the last long time there's been a lot more blues than it's been whites you know what i'm saying <laughs> So I just pulled a random color out of my ass. I, I I couldn't give no space there, but a lot more blues than 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 whites. Uh, but I mean, when they get it right, we gotta give them the props. We gotta give them they props. Exactly. We gotta give them they props, um, which takes us into the night that was too big for one night. It was two nights of WrestleMania 36. We're gonna uh, now. I don't know if we gotta break down the whole thing. We'll talk about how we felt about it. But first, let's talk. Let's let's uh, let's chat on the numbers, man. It was 15 matches to choose from, and uh, man, Big Wren, Big Wren went 11 for 15.
1: What? That's my, my best fucking score ever,
0: son. Wren got an eye for it, man. I know it's for this mania thing. 11 for 15. Your guy Juve. Well probably twelve or fifteen. Eight for fifteen. What? Eight for fifteen. Ren got my ass out of there, son. Damn. Got me up out of there. Ren got a nose for this media thing, man. WrestleMania. WrestleMania is booked differently. And it definitely showed, man. Big Ren went eleven for fifteen. Taking his total numbers. And these is you know what? We didn't stress this enough. This is the final pay-per-view. Everything's starting over now. Starting on the next show. But 11 for 15. I went 8 for 15. Ren, your total numbers. 95 out of 156 matches. We predicted 156 matches over a year.
1: That's a shitload.
0: That's a lot, man. AEW came to fruition. NXT. That's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot. 95 of 156 For a 60.89% correct rate, I happen to go 103 of 156 for 66.02%. So while Big Ren definitely closed the gap and got me out of there for the WrestleMania 36 show, I uh, I retained my title for another year as far as uh, yearly predictions goes. We were tied.
1: It's um, the beginning before WrestleMania last year. It was what? We were tied.
0: Yeah, we were. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, we were tied.
1: But but we didn't have AEW back then.
0: This is true. This is true. This is true. Um, Big Red Man. So WrestleMania 36 happened. It was two nights. There were 16 matches, but one match was with was uh truly announced after we recorded, so we didn't count that one. But how do you think about what do you think about the whole show? Like, what, what were your thoughts? I was surprised. In what way? I enjoyed it. That's what's up. I actually
1: did. I actually did. Um, the first couple matches of each night. Well, well I'm going to say the first couple matches of the Saturday night show. Yeah. Were kind of lacking, but like, what picked it up for me was the the shit talking and the heat between each wrestler, each performer and each match. Like since there was no crowd, like you gotta you can't just be out there not talking shit, fighting.
0: Right. You know? That makes sense. And if it's a heated if it's a heated thing, you probably want to talk some shit.
1: Yeah. And that that made it more of a show for me, was the the heat between each performer. Right. I'm with and that. And no, like I was, I was surprised, man. And like in like the week before WrestleMania, I wasn't that excited about it. But like once WrestleMania weekend actually got here, I started yeah.
0: kind of a little bit giddy. I feel, <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. You know what I think helped? I think the low expectations for the show actually might have helped the show.
1: It did, and we didn't know what we were getting ourselves
0: into. Right. Yeah, we had no
1: idea what it was gonna be like. That's real, right. and and they did the best they could. I gotta give it to them for. I gotta give it to them
0: the show, you know. Because I mean, listen, ain't nothing else going on, and we talked about it last week. There ain't nothing else going on,
1: and they are still putting out entertainment for us.
0: That yeah, and you know what? Because I I I gotta give them the flowers. Because I mean, listen, we talk a lot about how bad it is, how bad it can be. And how bad it's been, right? And it's it's weird. It's weird to watch wrestling with no crowd. However, I mean, listen, they putting out content. They're yeah. putting out content.
1: I will say, some do
0: it better than others. Right, but, right. But I'm still enjoying it. Hey, you know? they're still putting it out for us to 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 absorb and to take in. So I gotta give them. I gotta give them that props. I gotta give them those props. Um, quality wise, that's a whole nother bag and that yeah. comes down to subjectivity, but like they out there every week, they are out there. So I can't be mad at that. Um, for me, it definitely was not a bad show either night. Um, I like
1: we have seen worse.
0: Yeah. We've seen worse with, with capacity crowd. crowds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And so, I think for me though, it was a little. It was a little harder for me to like re be fully engaged. Um, only because. Think, Go ahead.
1: Do you think this WrestleMania, considering the circumstances we're dealing with, was actually more for the diehard fan?
0: Hmm, that's a really good question. You know what I mean. I do. That's a really good question. Um, yeah, I'll I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say yeah. Even though they had like Gronk. Yeah, that was who was like they. That was and I and I I laughed because I we you know we were listening to the show to put it together, and I realized we didn't even mention Gronk.
1: It wouldn't really need to be mentioned because like
0: whatever you know what I'm saying <laughs> but that was so amusing to me we didn't even mention Gronk but that's a really good question I think this is this one was probably for the most for the most die hard fan in years Cause, you because because like
1: die hard fan will sit through it yeah yep and like thank God I mean because if it, if it was only on Sunday night it would have been hard
0: that'd have been tough I'm just like, no, so, like, Gronk aside, right, no crowd and no extra celebrity involvement, right? Now, they did they did also make it available on more platforms, and I'm sure you definitely had, like, and you know what, like I said, Bro hit me up. Me and Bro talked the, the day of, and he was, like, kind of, like, curious. Yeah. Like, how is this going to go? So, I think it definitely piqued the curiosity of, you know, the lapsed fan, the casual fan. But you know what? That's a really good question. That's a really good point. This might have been for, and unintentionally, because listen, Vince don't give a shit about us because we coming back yeah. every week, right? Yeah. He don't give a shit about us. But unintentionally, it was probably for the diehard fan more so than any WrestleMania in, in the last X amount of years. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. I'm rolling. Um, you're right, though. The first couple of matches on that first night. I mean, they happened. They just happened. Um, new it started to champs. pick up. Yeah, it started to
1: pick up for me whenever it was the Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins match.
0: Yeah, true. I feel you. I feel you.
1: And I think that was. I think that was stupid of them to do that Fox No DQ match afterwards.
0: Like, come on. That was unnecessary. It was. Yeah. It w- it was unnecessary. I mean, why? Like, I, I mean, why? <laughs> yeah. There's some wrestling elements that, because there's no crowd, you kind of just got to get rid of. Yeah. And that was one of them. I think mean, that was one of them. So, if it was going to be no DQ, listen, just make it no DQ. <laughs> like, you got the WWE Instagram. You got the network. You got the website. You got the news outlets. Just say, listen, we're going to make this no DQ. So, uh, Ko kind of got his WrestleMania moment, you know, jumping off the sign uh, through through the table, which was which was cool to see. That was cool to see. Uh,
1: you think he would have jumped off the the huge huge sign if it was like the way out they wanted it to be?
0: I think he said the ship, not not quite the sign. I think he mentioned the ship. But you
1: know what I mean? Like, like, oh, that would have been cooler too. Yeah,
0: it'd be. Cool. I don't know how he would have got up there to do either one, but yeah, that'd have been cool. That'd have been cool. I'm not mad at that. Um, what else happened there? So that was cool. Uh, I feel like there was a point I was I was gonna mention in the match, just kind of left my mind. But oh, actually, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, CrossFit Jesus came out looking heavenly, dog. That Messiah wear <laughs> came into all white. Woo, glowing. He was. Boy, boy was glowing. <laughs> Crossfit Messiah. That had to be like a little disappointing for superstars to have like their WrestleMania gear all sewn up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shipped to them and it it don't feel the same, you know what I'm saying? Big time. It don't feel the same. It was also kind of awkward overall like watching them like celebrate or even like do entrances. It really was. Because, like, <laughs> who are you playing to? What crowd are you playing to? Yeah. I you know mean, what I'm saying?
1: Even, like, even other, either, I mean, other companies, they've even <laughs> at least acknowledged that, like, nobody's out of here.
0: Right. But it's
1: kind of weird,
0: but we're yeah. still going to, you know... And they also put people in the crowd, like their own wrestlers. Yeah. They put them in the crowd. So, I like, they that. make up for it, which I really, really like. Absolutely. That's a great touch. Um, and I got, and this was night two, but I got to give props to the Street Profits. Like, they at least included the announcer's table in their entrance. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I got to give them props for that. Um, for me, it picked up, and this match, and this might have happened before Seth and uh, Kevin. I think it was. Maybe right before it, uh, it, for me it, it picked up a little bit with Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn. It um, did. That was where that was the first match for me where I feel like the the shit talk really became a thing, and they really like exposed like, okay, this is competitive. There ain't no crowd. Let me like, I don't fuck with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know how much I don't fuck with you while I'm busting your ass, right? So. I was very surprised at the outcome of that match. Yeah, me too. Yeah, the the semi clean victory from from Sami Zayn,
1: which I'm kind of
0: with. I'm not. Right. I'm not mad. I'm kind of over the whole oh distraction finishing move. You know, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, up
1: that 100. percent But I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm cool with Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan having some matches together.
0: I feel you. I feel you. No doubt. No doubt. Um. Let's what happened next man the latter match was fun That was a weird ass ending wasn't it I liked it I kind of liked I it I liked it too Yeah I feel like I it, was, mean, it was it was it was fresh I had, I had the right pick <laughs> Yeah had you uh yeah you know it was so funny because on the show right I remember on the show we had mentioned if it was going to be a three way we were like yeah Miz and Morrison like yeah. the uh, like the all the full tag teams, yeah, Miz and Morrison. Then the day of me and you were texting and we were like, Yeah, it's just gonna be one representative of each team. And you're like, Yeah, Morrison, definitely. I was like, Ah, Uso <laughs> you know what I'm So you'd have got me out of there even 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 more. Um
1: so wouldn't won, but
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> um But no, it was fun. I really liked the ending. Like Morrison got lucky. Very and it felt fresh to me, you know. Oh, uh, it
1: definitely was. I mean, because it was like we haven't had anything like that in a in a ladder match for a while.
0: Yeah, I'm with it, man. I was with it. Um, we also have. Let me show this because there's two I definitely want to mention. I believe there's, I mean nothing. Nothing sticks out, but we have a new champion, LeBron Strowman. Finally, has climbed to the top of the mountain. Um, he owes Roman Reigns all the favors. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, he survived four spears. Was like, nah. And they hit that boy with like three faux power slams. And here we are, man. Did you hear why Goldberg wanted to win the title at Bud Money? Why is that? No, I did not.
1: Allegedly. <laughs> he thinks of his character as a superhero.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So if he was to lose to the Fiend, it would make his character look bad to the, his younger fans. And he'd already planned on losing at WrestleMania.
0: Mm-hmm. To another superhero. In Basically. Roman Reigns. Uh, I mean, listen. Big, I don't, uh, Yeah. I don't know how much I do or don't believe that. It's very plausible. But I also feel like, again, we talked about that Saudi Arabia crowd. Oh, yeah. Like, is walking through the curtain. You know what I'm saying? So, I think just their familiarity with Goldberg was enough to give it to Goldberg. Um, And plus, their reliance on old stars. I mean, we can't help but just keep talking about that, right? Their reliance on old stars.
1: Yeah, Um, Yeah,
0: 100%. Which really kind of speaks to I mean, and I'm, I'm we've we talked about this before, but like you know we talk about story, right Like the casual fan who has walked away from the sport, they don't know who Roman reigns is. they don't know who Bray Wyatt is, who Seth Rollins is, Kevin Owens is, right? I walked away
1: 10 years ago and didn't and I came back and didn't know anybody
0: right. And so the thing is, back in the day, when it was as most popular, it was as most popular because, yeah, you know the brand, but you had those specific, larger than life characters who were to an extent bigger than the brand, but drew you into the brand to where you could fall in love with a road dog, with a X Pac, you know what I'm saying, with a cane. Like you had your Stone Cold, Steve Austin's, your Undertaker's, your Hulk Hogan's, your your rocks. To where, okay, ooh, Triple H is cool. Chris Jericho was cool. Matt Hardy is cool. But you don't have that now. No. And so the stories don't hit the same way, let alone just how much the stories don't make sense. They don't hit the same way because you don't have anyone to care about. Well, that's facts. So that's where we are now. Where we are now. But <laughs> Goldberg uh, gave it up to LeBron Strowman. LeBron Strowman owes Roman Reigns 100 favors. Um, any we thoughts have, about that match? It kind of just happened for me. Any thoughts for you? Uh, no, I,
1: I think we knew what was going to happen, regardless of who Goldberg was going to fight.
0: Yeah. I almost um, had a change of heart that day of, though. I was like, oh, Really? I almost did. Well, you know, I was like, oh, they announced this just randomly. They didn't even give a reason why Roman Reigns wasn't wrestling, right? They didn't even give a reason. And they announced it like half assed, like the night before. And I was like, Huh, that is Goldberg. So at, like part of me was like, oh, you know, maybe Goldberg will take it. Um but you know, luckily I'm on a recorded microphone and uh <laughs> count counted the right way. But uh yeah, Braun Strowman. Uh new new Universal Champion. Um and then And then yeah, man. And then we had uh, the main event of night one. Does this mean that AJ Styles is main event at WrestleMania? Does that count? I'm gonna say yeah. We might as well give it to him. Let's give it to him. We have the Boneyard match, man. AJ Styles versus the Undertaker. Um, talk me through that, man. T- chat with me. I loved it. <laughs> I
1: absolutely loved it. And then, and like, and, and I think I even said something. Kind of on the lines of this, mm-hmm. the previous show is like how how they're how are they going to do this WrestleMania and like I said, make it like a fucking movie.
0: You literally said that, yep. And that's
1: and that's what they did with this match, and it was it was great. I mean, and and I think and and I think they can do this again with other old school wrestlers to make it good. Like, hmm. you know what I mean? Like, cause, like, like your Ric Flairs or something like that. Like, have Rick them in stay his
0: ass in Charlotte or I, whatever. He's I at. agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah.
1: But like, even like, Hulk Hogan wants to come back and do a match. I would rather see them do a match like they did with Taker and Styles than see fucking Hulk Hogan in the ring ever fucking again. I hear
0: you. I hear you. I do. I want to. And let, let's let's table that part. I do want to. um I definitely want to get that because that raises another point I did want to talk about. But I I liked it too. <laughs> All right, dude, it was awesome. It was it was it was the highlight of night one for me. It really was. I mean,
1: fucking Taker comes rolling in on his fucking hog and is blasting Metallica. That's like it facts. wasn't one of my favorite Metallica songs, but <laughs> as soon as I heard like that, I was like, oh shit, yeah, okay,
0: man. yeah, here we go. All right, right, right. <laughs> i'm I'm with you man it just it was simple because it was just a fight but it was cinematic like the druids turned on the undertaker the undertaker is blending this 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 dead man and biker taker persona very well and you know what i'll give them this too right as far as the taker character goes Cause of course, you know, after WrestleMania, you had the uh, that that part one, that sneak peek of the Undertaker little series, mm-hmm. where they've been filming Taker for a few for a few years for a few years, right? Um, filming Taker for a few years to where like this iteration of Taker, it is ABA best for is him. Back. It's best for him to use the 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 biker Taker. ABA's coming back, man. You say who? ABA, American Badass. Oh, yeah. Word. You know what I'm saying? This is the best iteration for him to use this former Taker. Um, Phenom Taker is all about the kayfabe, right? But if they're yeah. going to have Taker like talk and say and like, be a person, yeah, this is a perfect character for him. So they blended that, and also he got to use a little bit of his Phenom powers. He disappeared and showed up behind AJ Styles on the tractor. He could still
1: do all that with yeah. his with the- American badass character, because, like, he's a fucking, like, he's like a, he's like a fucking, he's like a god he's like Merlin, (laughs) (laughs) you you know, he's like a fucking old wizard that rides a Harley.
0: (laughs) That's funny. And, I mean, he he shot fire out of nowhere, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) But, no, this was cool. This was really cool. Again, listen, the build didn't make no fucking sense to me. No, I'll get over that. But the execution was really fun. Was really fun. Now,
1: like, how would they have done the build if he was the American badass character though the whole time?
0: That's tough you know to I mean? say. That's tough to say because I I feel like the way that AJ was talking, I mean, he was calling him Mark. Right? He's Mark Calloway talking about Michelle McCool. Like, oh, he's ooh, he's being edgy behind the scenes. But then on top of that. Like, Taker's promo, going home, was like... He was playing the seeds for the badass Taker to come back. He said the words, I'll make you famous. I'll make you famous, boy. Yeah, that that's, that's American <laughs> badass Taker words. Those aren't phenom Taker words. He said, rest in peace. But that was the transition between the two characters. He said, I'll make you famous. You know what I'm saying? So, I wasn't surprised to see this guy showing up. So... I don't know if that was a plan or not. You know, what I mean, before before Corona switched it up, but I like the execution. Oh uh, um, yeah, I, I hope we see
1: more of American Badass. If if we see any more of Taker,
0: and this and this setting was good for him. Oh yeah, this setting was good for him. A live match. Listen, I don't know what Taker has left, and again, I keep saying, I'll never tell nobody to retire. But I was tired of Phenom Taker. Um, Oh, yeah. 100%. But I was also tired of, like, the stories behind Phenom Taker. His appearances just ain't been making no sense for me for years now. These could start making sense. Now, it might, you know what, it might start making a little sense. So, you know, we'll see, right? We'll see. But if he's broken down and kind of hurting, I mean, the cinematic form of a match helps him out. It does.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, this is the best Taker match I've seen and I couldn't tell you how long. In a minute. You know. <laughs> In
0: a minute. I mean,
1: like, how long did the match last at WrestleMania 30?
0: It felt oh, like it lasted a
1: long time.
0: It felt like it did, but he had a concussion for most of it. <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that shit lasted forever to him. <laughs> um. Or shit, or probably didn't last at all for him. Shit. Um, I'd say, yeah, 15 minutes, maybe. Thirty, man, probably boy, fifteen minutes. So, so yeah, you went
1: fifteen to thirty.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, man. So and this, I believe took like eight hours to film, and they condensed it down. So I'm not mad. Nah, quick, little nah, shift, so quick little work was, shift. Quick little work shift. It was great. It was fun. It was fun. I want to. There's a, again. There's a point I want to get back to, and I'm sure it'll come up again because there's a couple more matches we want to talk about even after WrestleMania. But so WrestleMania Night two. Night two started with Charlotte Flair defeating Rhea Ripley for the NXT title. Um, talk me through it, man. What, how, what was your initial feelings, and what are your feelings now?
1: Fuck all that. Word. And then it's just, just something I read, but yeah, it's still, it's still valid. Uh, yeah that she actually had to go she she was needed to renew her visa from she Australia.
0: Being, she being Rhea Ripley.
1: And with the circumstances we have right now Kinda the
0: circumstances. Kinda definitely nece- necessitates it. Yeah. I'll be honest, man. Um, I had a slight feeling during the match, man, when she she hit that first chop block I was like yo they going to Oscar her oh my god Oh, are they going to Oscar her I was like no 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 and then they Oscar her and she tapped out and 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 gave up the title
1: she should have never tapped
0: yeah i know she she tapped it out um my first thought was like man this is bullshit
1: <laughs> yeah i was pissed
0: and then i, I tried mad. to I tried to give. I tried to see the silver line. I was like, okay, listen, this will freshen up NXT. Here's the thing, though: NXT has the the best women's division right in wrestling right now. Yes. So it didn't quite need the freshening up. However, I mean, it, it creates fresh matches, right? So Io Shirai, Charlotte Flair, um, Candice LeRae, Mia Yim. We'll we'll talk about that ladder match here in a bit. Um, if Charlotte is working raw, then maybe we get Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair. So, I mean, there are those matchups.
1: I don't know. I wish but, they didn't do a I I mean, I guess we have to deal with the circumstances, but call-ups right now are just awful for the time. Like, for this time.
0: Bianca Belair especially? Yeah. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah, we'll get like, that, we'll that in a second. We'll get that in a second. Yeah. yeah. um, We'll get that in a second. It's It's... So I try to see the silver lining. Oh, okay, fresh matchups, but also, I mean, if that's the truth, I mean, that the work visa is is a thing. She has to she has to renew. She'll be off TV for a while. Then I guess they really had no other choice. You know,
1: that's what I'm. I mean, sucks for her, yeah. big time. Yeah, because I I'm an I, I Rhea Ripley fucking rules, but if that's what it actually is. I'm okay with it,
0: and if it was just the work visa, but no corona, they could work around that, right? Because this was being this was being built for Rhea Ripley's moment. Oh yeah, but
1: maybe they thought this was like this. This can't be our moment because of the circumstances.
0: Well, it's it's the work visa, but the travel issues, right? So if there was no corona, there'd be no travel issues. She can get that shit renewed and be cool. But this is the brave new world we're living in. Exactly. So well I, I, I can't I don't like the decision, but if those are the real circumstances, I mean what else could you really do, right? Yeah. So um before we uh before we get to my favorite part of the night, um, what else stuck out to you as far as night two? Well you talked about the call up. Um, um. So Street Profits, um defeating uh, Austin Theory and Angel Garza, and uh, oh. the post-match reveal of Bianca Belair joining the Raw brand. Yeah, you, you didn't like that? No. Well,
1: I, I, like, I don't think they should do any call-ups. I mean, well, and there's no foreseeable future, how long this shit's going to last. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Keep people, like, keep people in their own brands for right now and if if it takes six months that's that's fine, yeah, but like I
0: don't know, especially when everybody's in Florida anyway,
1: yeah,
0: so they can still create some stories. I feel you there, I feel you it 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 I wish Bianca got a chance to really have her moment,
1: exactly, so like every time someone's got called up, it's been huge,
0: yeah, well, most. Most. <laughs> most. Most. And I, and I think hers would have been fucking phenomenal. It would have. In front of that crowd? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been a hell of a moment. One hell of a moment. So, I think Bianca, yeah, Bianca will get her shine. I mean, we'll, we'll get some Bianca versus, uh, you know, Bianca versus Shayna Baszler, Bianca versus Becky Lynch. Uh, speaking of Shayna. Speaking of what? Shayna. Yeah, so the other women's title match on night two. Um What the
1: fuck? Yeah,
0: no, that was night one, wasn't it?
1: It wasn't I, I couldn't remember. I was yeah, I was hoping I was gonna be able to slip that in there and you the, figure that
0: uh, out for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well yeah, no, because I just realized yeah, this the SmackDown women's title match was night two. So yeah, that was night one. Becky Lynch retains over Shayna Baszler. Fucking stupid. I was surprised.
1: So does this mean Rhonda's coming back?
0: I don't I don't know. I've seen that as speculation. I don't fucking know. I'm not sure why I'm not sure like why that would affect the booking.
1: Um, I because I, mean, I mean if it was to affect the booking, I feel like it would be affected in a bad way.
0: And well, and at least at the very least, when I say affect the booking, like, okay, Ronda's coming back. What's that got to do with Becky beating Shayna? Like, are they going to do the rematch for the title, or I don't know.
1: Uh, Basil shouldn't have lost that.
0: The cards were in motion, man. I really felt like that was set for Shayna Baszler to win. Like, I can understand the Rhea Ripley thing, um, but what? What? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What? Like I was like
1: I, I I love Becky Lynch, but and I fucking absolutely hate Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. But I wanted her to fucking win.
0: <laughs> it. I mean, it made the most sense. I mean, Shayna already already, and that's the thing too, right? So Shayna mowed through, and we talked about it in Mad Time. Shayna mowed through the Raw Women's Division for Elimination Chamber, um, nice. and then Becky beats her. So I mean, by proxy, by the transitive property of mathematics. Becky Lynch is the woman on top. Now, we got the return of Nia Jax, but I mean, what? So, what? So? So, do we get more? I guess we get more Becky Shayna. I don't know what. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. You know what, though? But also, and I think this is a reason why I may have done so poorly with WrestleMania, even though we both picked the same for this match. The... WrestleMania, for one, is a is is it's a culmination of stories, right? So a lot more happy endings, but also the media aspect, right? Now, if oh, you're going yeah. on a media tour, who do you want representing your company more, right? Shayna Baszler, or the cover girl of WWE 2K20 and the Raw Women's Champion for a year, Becky Lynch? Well, you're right about that. you know that that morning after, even if it's all conference calls and Skype calls. Like you're probably gonna want to have Becky Lynch doing those calls, so yeah, I'll remember that next year <laughs> <laughs> um let's talk about this one before we talk about before we talk about the Smackdown women's championship, as you know what, I mentioned that first, and I don't want to forget about it, so the Smackdown women's championship match right <laughs> Bailey retains um there was a bit of a reverse of what I mentioned uh last week my my prediction was that. You know, Becky or not Becky, Bailey would get eliminated and Sasha would just watch and we got the exact opposite. Sasha Banks got eliminated and Becky just watched and then Sasha still helped Becky. I keep saying Becky. Uh Sasha <laughs> helped Bailey uh retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. I think it's the like I'm drinking water now. But uh <laughs> Sasha helped Bailey retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh what you think about it all? What'd you think before, during, after?
1: Uh, I mean, I guess it sets up more drama, because it's like, you know, you could have fucking helped me, but you know I could have right. whooped your ass, <laughs> took that title from you, so that's why you let me go down.
0: I feel you. I feel you. I like the story that they're telling. I mean, it looks like we're, we're planting those seeds, right? Um, hopefully, they
1: actually, hopefully they actually grow this year.
0: <laughs> right, this time, Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, yeah, they've been telling this story for a minute, um, and it looks like Bailey's the heel in this situation. Once they finally do. They've got to
1: make Sasha a definite face then.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing too. Like they've got to do it right. Cause she's only been back since what SummerSlam. So eight months and part of it, she's been injured for significant amounts of time. Yeah. Not being so TV, I'm going to six so. months. Yeah, you know, so a drastic change is, is they gotta do. They gotta do it. A drastic change, healing face that that could hurt a career bad, man. So we'll see. I kind of like Sasha's theme song before the Snoop Dogg remix, but that's just me. Ah, uh, be honest, I wasn't even paying attention to it. <laughs> well, hey, it is what it is. That was
1: that was, that was night two, so I, that was I was I was pretty
0: drunk. <laughs> And I feel like I know which match you got the drunkest on. Um so Edge returned oh, man. after nine years.
1: I And that match felt like nine fucking years.
0: It fucking listen, I know one person who was like, Listen, I love this match. Shout to Cuz. He loves Edge. Listen, I love Edge. I fuck with Randall Keith. This match was thirty-seven minutes.
1: Your cousin, I know. Yes, this
0: one. yes. Come yeah. on, and thirty-seven <laughs> minutes—the second longest match in WrestleMania history. The longest match being the match that was actually scheduled to go an hour. Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart at WrestleMania twelve. This match felt thirty-seven minutes to the point to where we're tweeting during we're tweeting during the match. And we're looking at each other like yo, this match is dragon. We text each other the same shit, like didn't come- bruh. Bruh. Listen, I'll give him the props first, right? Start with love. They it listen, for a last man standing match, it was a great idea to take it everywhere. Oh yeah. Great idea to take it everywhere. But damn We only know thirty seven minutes of this shit. Bruh, and it wasn't even live. (laughs) No, they could have cut. They could have cut down all this post production. They could have cut this down and still told the same story. Like I was actually
1: looking forward to. Like this was this was one of the matches I was most looking forward to. Me
0: too. Your también and pinch away, chinga. Guy, man. <laughs> um yeah, this match dragged. Um some say this match is still going on. I um, I believe it.
1: <laughs> um and you're still yelling, don't fucking count. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of the things that pissed me off about this match was they were counting every single fucking fall. Bruh. Like I don't fucking count, but like, bro chill.
0: Like we Children. know, we, right? Like we know, it's a last man standing match. But like, chill, yeah, chill. You're kind of taking away the drama of it all by doing every single count. Like when we know better. Um, no, I'm with you. I'm I'm with you there. Um, like I said, they could have told the same story, and and they could have shaved off ten to fifteen minutes and told the same story. What do you think about the theory? That they were incorporating ideas and in the imagery of the death of Chris Benoit. Uh,
1: I mean, like whenever I, whenever I seen that happen, I, I, I kind of got an idea
0: when you I, saw it, when you saw it live.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm I kind of got the idea, but like, I wasn't necessarily like, Yeah, you know, and, and I mean, if they really were trying, if they really were reaching for that, I think they're kind of fucked up
0: for that. Yeah, that's fair
1: you know and, and especially since the fucking the dark side of the ring episode came out like two weeks ago Yeah, whenever like so it's really it's even more fresh now yeah with, with people and especially with people that didn't even really know exactly what happened because like i said i didn't even really know exactly what happened oh
0: as far as how he took his life
1: well i mean no no i knew that but like with the whole like with this like that when he killed him and then like Yes. Slept in the house for like two days after that and like
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then hung himself with the weight cable. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like actually like looked up like the like quickest way to like kill like least painful way to like kill yourself and shit yeah, like that. But I like, didn't
0: know. That was very tough. Yeah. Yeah. That was very tough.
1: So like for them to even do that, I thought it was kinda like it like I said, it didn't really Fuck with me, but like knowing people are like, like, yeah, they, I don't think
0: they should have done it. You know, and especially, I, um, now when I first saw it, uh, now when I first saw it actually happen in the match, I didn't think of that at all. It never came to mind. And then I'm seeing, and then I'm seeing my timeline, and then I'm seeing, like, that people apparently within the company were affected. Yeah. And then, um, and then, you know what? It didn't even click to me. The Dark Side of the Ring episode just happened. To where they literally just talked about it. Mm-hmm. I would... Uh, fuck, man. I would hope not. I would hope not. But, damn, dude. Like,
1: they gotta be a bit smarter than that. Like, there's no way they didn't know this episode was coming
0: out. The... That's... Some shit ain't worth it, man. That's a little too tongue in cheek. It's a little too smart. Yeah. Like, if if that's the case, right? Like, I hope Ben Law,
1: any of Ben Law's family or um, Nancy's family, weren't watching any
0: of that. Yeah. Yeah. That shit is wild. And it all—I mean—they're in the middle of a gym, and it's a weight cable. Fuck, man. I would. I would. I would hope not. Damn, I would hope not. I'd really hope not, but, you know, you don't know. You never know. You never know. Um, but, yeah, otherwise, yeah, shave 15 minutes off that shit, man. Yeah, yeah no kidding, man. At <laughs> least. At least 15 minutes. Um, Yeah, man. And that match should have been... It's
1: yeah. hard to make a last-man-standing match short, shorter than longer, <sighs> you know. Man, they got mad examples. I mean, like... I mean, his first match back in nine years against his homie, like it's got to be a, it's got to be like a full on deal, but not no fucking almost forty goddamn fuck.
0: Bro, that shit was a, that shit was an episode of your favorite HBO show. Man, holy shit! Learn. Holy <laughs> shit with no commercials. Yeah, chop that shit down, man. Half of that you could do the same effect, the then same they, finish. They
1: had the chance to do it.
0: Yeah. So hey. But hail, hell. We'll see what's next for Edge. We'll see what's next for Randy Orton. Um let's go to this. Um I wanna save the best for last. Um we have a new WWE champion. That we do. Drew McIntyre. Um any thoughts on this match? I mean this was I mean, what German suplexes, a couple F fives, and and some claymores, and that's 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 it. That's <laughs> what we expected. That's basically it. Yeah. Um.
1: Do you think Big Show main evented
0: WrestleMania? <laughs> <Are> you wildin'? <laughs> I, I I see what you're getting at because he he defended against Big Show the next night
1: at WrestleMania. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, cuz I didn't watch Raw. Was that on the WrestleMania set?
1: It was on the fucking WrestleMania set, bro. <sighs> what
0: the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> See, okay. Now, I had I had saw in reports that like they recorded the Raw, they recorded Raw before they recorded WrestleMania. Yeah. Which is crazy. They I recorded,
1: didn't, uh, yeah, they recorded everything out of order.
0: I didn't know that that match happened with the WrestleMania set, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, like they legit recorded, it like, a fucking movie. Like, doing just, like, separate uh, sets or, like, scenes and at different
0: times. How is it, with all the love we're trying to give...
1: It's like they
0: always find a way to just, uh, just just to be one of them niggas. Like, oh, you just got to be one of them niggas, don't you?
1: Holy shit. That made me laugh
0: hard. That was good. (laughs) Uh, They just find a way to, like, why are you, how do you, uh, like, okay, I can forgive that you recorded Raw and, and WrestleMania out of order. A little bit, right? Cool, but come on, man! Big Show like, main event at WrestleMania. The
1: only, I, the only reason I think they did it like that was so there wouldn't be any spoilers. But fuck all that! Record two different endings.
0: Bruh, they didn't spoil nothing,
1: like nothing. Leaked. No, 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 no! I'm saying like, well, I mean, they're like it was out there. Apparently, what was out there? The who won everything and shit like that? Apparently, it was out there. I never saw sure any won. of that. You know? No, no, I didn't either, and i I didn't try to look it up or
0: anything. Oh no! I mean, what I they, didn't even know that there were any spoilers that leaked. I know they kept that like they considered a really serious thing, like a fireable offense. I didn't know there were any spoilers that leaked. But like what I'm saying is like they should have just filmed
1: it WrestleMania. Then I mean. Just, they should have filmed it in order, and just to make sure there was no fucking spoilers, film two different endings.
0: There's that, yeah. There's that. You know,
1: kind of because you're already doing it, you're already filming this shit, it's not gonna be fucking live. So do two different endings.
0: Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Big show, main event at WrestleMania again. That's crazy.
1: Show, main event. That's
0: crazy. Let's take it to probably now... If we're talking best match overall, that's probably Rhea Ripley and Charlotte. Would you agree? Yeah. But if we're talking best segment overall, I know me and you disagree, unless you've changed your mind. Best segment overall, man, I loved, la la loved, la, 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 la. been doing my ton of exercises, loved the Firefly Funhouse match. I didn't understand it. Man, I loved
1: it. I, I, so, I, I mean, I like whenever, whenever Bray won, I was like, "What?"
0: <laughs> Man, so on the surface, it was just entertaining to me, right? Yeah. But when you like put it, it together, was say it again.
1: It's creative as fuck.
0: Yeah. When you put it together, though, of what was going on, brilliant. Brilliant. Was it just like
1: basically like what's going on in Cena's head?
0: To to an extent, right? To okay. an extent. So let's let's break it down. Because listen, I did my own deep dive the night of, and I've read other deep dives that deepened my deep dive. So let's let's take it from the top, right? So the match itself was, for one, it was a love letter to John Cena and John Cena's career. It was also a love letter to longtime fans. To where if you've stuck with this business for X amount of years, you they they gave you a certain satisfaction. But while it was also a love letter to John Cena and his career, it was also calling out John Cena's bullshit over the last 15 years. So, boom. Boom. Okay, where where it start? He enters that room, right? He enters the funhouse and walks through that door that says, was it, uh, abandon all hope, ye who exit here, right? Yes. And now I may be taking out of order, but we'll just take it segment per segment. So, boom. What was the first set? was the first segment? Was it the John Cena debut? Yes. Boom. So, the John Cena debut. He comes in, ruthless aggression, right? Now, ruthless aggression. Ruthless aggression as we remember it in real life John Cena came in he had no real character he just wore the colors of whatever city he arrived in and almost got fired if you watch the ruthless aggression documentary he almost got fired right and so he walks in the ring he tries to slap Bray Wyatt he keeps missing he keeps missing nothing landed right so, so it means nothing that he was putting out landed originally. Right. And so he evolves the character, becomes, you know, the the rapper, right? And back at that time, of course, John Cena was writing all his own raps. However, John Cena, those raps were getting over on, like, childish humor, right? Nuts. Dick jokes. <laughs> fart jokes, right? And just discussing humor. I mean, what? The FU, right? It was called yeah. the FU. Then it was called the SCFU, the submission. Have you you know the five knuckle shuffle? Yeah, I know. I know the move. You know what it's a euphemism for? Stealing? Nope. Think about <laughs> it. A five knuckle shuffle. Nope. I don't. Jacking off. See, I was going to say that, but I didn't want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, take it there. That's what it means, right? And I didn't know that forever. But that's a euphemism for jacking off, right? So he got by on being crude, being crass, and being this white rapper. But also, he wrote all of his own stuff, right? And so as he was in the ring with Bray Wyatt, he started rapping all his own He He not rapping all his own stuff. He was rapping scripted raps, and then you got the canned in laughter or, or the stuff that just didn't land. Right. And then he had, you know, the kids laughing along with it. Right. And so when Bray Wyatt is giving him the truth about John Cena, who he is, John Cena took that one moment to look at himself. And maybe realize, OK, maybe this ain't right. But instead of be right. But instead of doing the right thing, he made a joke about these nuts. And still failed, right? So, we evolve. We go to the... We go to... Matter of fact, I skipped over the the Saturday Night's Main Event scene. Which is a huge fucking scene. Where they're behind the big blue bars of the steel cage, right? Yes. John Cena's got the weights. And he's just pumping. He's pumping, he's pumping, he's pumping. Now, of course, this is set in the 80s. Back in the 80s. And Vince McMahon's entire just view... Vision of what a wrestler is supposed to be is supposed to be this huge Big monster Just swole muscles 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 right It didn't matter how much Talent you had as a wrestler It just mattered what you look like So Hulk Hogan right Hulk Hogan Can wrestle He can He can wrestle However Vince didn't want that and matter of fact, hell, let's tie it to our list. I put Rock Hogan on that list, right? Hogan yes. wasn't really wrestling, right? And you think of Hogan and Andre, WrestleMania 3. That was all spectacle. It wasn't really wrestling, right? Hulk Hogan shit. can wrestle. Vince just didn't want him to because none of that shit matters. John Cena can wrestle. But Vince didn't want him to. He wanted to be the muscle man, the alpha guy, the alpha hero. Um that guy, the all-American guy. That's what a man is to Vince McMahon and John Cena just became that, right? So, pushing forward. You go to the NWO scene for years and years and years. People have been talking about turning John Cena heel, right? Yeah. And he never did it. Not necessarily because of John, but I know Vince wasn't having it because he's a he's a hell of a merch seller. And John never turned heel. So guess who wasn't gonna turn heel, but eventually did. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. He was never going to turn heel under Vince, but he finally did turn heel, and look how it went. John Cena never turned heel, and so (laughs) he never got a chance. Right, it was amazing. So we never got a chance to see what would happen if John Cena turned heel, right? Boom. So fast forward again. where? Well, not even fully fast forward, but when he's in the NWO shirt, beating the shit out of that puppet, right? I've read that that was a euphemism more for John Cena bearing the Nexus when he was Husky Harris. Okay. I that that's just, that's just a great idea. I can't put too much credence there, but that's a great idea. So fast forward, right, to their last match, WrestleMania 30. Bray Wyatt was on top of the world. He was hot. Listen, you we were there. We were there. We were, we're there. In the building. We remember singing, he's got the whole world in his hands. Bray Wyatt was hot. And all John Cena had to do was put him over. And he didn't. And so the moment came in the match. The moment came where Bray Wyatt realized he couldn't beat John Cena. So he gave Cena that steel chair. Because he wanted to get in Cena's head and create change. Because he knew if he he changed John Cena, he would change everything. And John Cena didn't do it. He still didn't do it. And so, in the Firefly Funhouse match, when John Cena finally swung the chair, it was too late. He whiffed. He whiffed because it was too late. You already blew the actual chance you had. It was too late to create that change. So, overall, the arc of the match was John the, the way you
1: the way you just played it out.
0: Bruh. watch it again. It was, yeah, no, I'm going to have to. Watch it again. The overall, the story of the match was John Cena facing all of his fears. Right? so it's boom what would have happened if he failed that night against Kurt Angle what would have happened if the rapper gimmick failed what would have happened if he turned heel right and then the very end of the match when he finally hits Sister Abigail and the Mandible Claw for the 1-2-3 and then John Cena just disappears right what happened what happens when John Cena has to retire and leave?
1: I felt like that was it.
0: Oh, me too. Me too. Especially
1: the way you just laid it out.
0: So I don't think we're going to see John Cena for a while. <laughs> He's an actor now. But that entire match was, like I said, it was... It was John facing his fears, a love letter to John, but also calling John out on his bullshit in the sense that over all this time, right? Over 15 years, he talked about being this all-American hero, right? But when He's it came a fucking poser. When it came down to it, he was, for one, a poser, and he was a bully the entire time. And he never changed. He never evolved. And now. It's too late to do any of that. It really is. You know what I mean? And I didn't even mention the Nikki Bella uh, reference. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? So that aspect, you couldn't change there. To where he portrayed himself as his hero, but in the long term, he may have been the ultimate heel all along. to himself. And to everybody around him.
1: Man, yeah, I'm
0: gonna have to go back and watch that again. That shit cause... was that shit was brilliant.
1: Because like whenever, like whenever the match ended, and I, and I watched it, yeah. Well, like whenever it ended, I was just like, "What? What fuck was that?" Because I texted you right after.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, and I'm pretty sure I spelled everything correctly, so I knew I wasn't too fucked up. But I, mean, I had a of tears.
0: Yeah, man bruh, that shit was brilliant, and matter of fact, when we done record, I'm gonna watch it again cause that was fire brilliant i I loved it. I loved it. It wasn't a match because I mean, for one, Corona, but for two, John Cena is an actor, so I mean he couldn't risk getting hurt for whatever he's got planned but well, that was actual well, the circumstances that we're dealing with right
1: now, I think that was the best way that match could have went bruh, on.
0: bruh. Brilliant. Because like
1: I I guarantee people watching in the crowd would have been like what the fuck is this like yeah. you know how many people would have got up and went to the
0: concession <laughs> stand who writes that? this shit who writes this yeah shit? yeah
1: yeah like Absolutely. yeah yeah we've seen that live
0: <laughs> yeah right yeah. yeah so no that was that was brilliant I mean if you if you're an old school fan then maybe yeah it exposed the business or whatever but listen that was and, listen, and,
1: and that, was that right there says a lot for how. Like they they made themselves pretty vulnerable. Oh as yeah. a
0: business. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. But, you know, that was WrestleMania, man. Overall. I I it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Some stuff was harder for me to watch. Some stuff I'll never forget. Um I enjoyed it like a motherfucker. I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. This is something we'll probably never see again. Well, we'll see how long this this Modelo virus lasts, but I don't imagine. I think this
1: is something we'll never see again. Yeah, this but was. Like, yeah. But I, mean, I still
0: enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. One bad at all. One bad at all. Um, fast forward because there's a, a bigger point I would have mentioned off of the uh, the build of AJ and Taker. Um, we had the final chapter on NXT of Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, did you get to watch it?
1: I got to see that. I didn't get to see the ladder match. For some reason, my shit didn't record.
0: It's all good. It's all good. Um, that, that I read was, about the ladder match. I heard what? there was
1: real. I read about the ladder match. There was. I heard there was, like, really, like, no heat to, like, fucking. There was no. Uh, I'm trying to think of the right word. But, like, there's no drive to the match, I guess, I would say.
0: And a, a lack of crowd will do that. There were some certain high spots in there. Um but the the more important point, yeah, Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano, they had about a forty five minute match, um, forty eight, boom, and yeah, boom. And I was just kind of just ballparking, um, but it was it was a movie. It was it's a movie I wouldn't watch again. That you wouldn't watch again? Yes. Me neither. <laughs> fucking sucked. Ah, uh, damn, okay. I wouldn't say it sucked, but you think it sucked?
1: I thought it sucked, man. Yeah. It was just... It was too long. And, like, whenever they hit... Whenever whenever Gargano scraped through Ref's eyes, I was like, Why, what did he do?
0: That was a little dramatic, wasn't it?
1: Like, what did he fucking
0: do? And dramatic. then
1: Choppa like, basically taking the part of Gargano. And then... Basically, Gargano got his ass beat for forty minutes just for his girlfriend to come in there and save
0: him. I when when she kicked Gargano in the nuts, I was like, "What?"
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, same here. I was, was like, kind of like, 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 I was, I was like, like what?
0: "What the fuck is this?" I I liked I I, I did like the story they're trying to tell at the end, like Chompa realizing. That yo, he broke up not only a friendship but also broke up a marriage, right?
1: But they Switch sides
0: Yeah, and so I I liked that vulnerability, and then you know Candice LeRae came and you know uh, ended all that and revealed you know Gargano was wearing a cup the whole time. Um, is Candice LeRae a heel now, or is that just I don't know? Who knows? Um, but. Is that- the- the the bigger point and I know yeah you said you know it kind of sucked it was long the bigger point is right so we just saw the Boneyard match we just saw Firefly Funhouse we saw Champa and Gargano the final chapter with this lack of crowd are we going to be seeing more cinematic matches
1: if they meant something I wouldn't be mad at it yeah like Taker match, or even like any of Taker's matches, if they mm-hmm. are on this caliber of event, I'll put it that way. If, does that make
0: sense? Yeah, I feel you. Save, save that, it for matches and feuds that mean something.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. But don't just start doing this shit because right. <laughs> you think it's cool. Because like I mean like like. Dude, the, the whole Gargano and Champion match didn't even really mean – it didn't mean anything at the end to me. No? I don't think it did. I mean, like, and, and like I said, it, it started going downhill whenever they, whenever Gargano raked Drake's eyes. Man, come on, dude. Like, he's had your back the whole time.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It was unnecessary, too, because, I mean, yeah. he wasn't going to get disqualified.
1: Yeah, There's no DQs there no D- at all.
0: What? There no DQs. <laughs> D- so I get, yeah, we get to see, you know, Gargano, or sorry, Champa got the visual pen on Gargano, which is, you know, a great storytelling aspect, a storytelling device. He got the visual pin on Gargano, but like, he couldn't get DQ'd. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't really know. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. I and do like, wish it could have ended in it, front it, of a it, crowd, but.
1: If that was the ending they were going to go with in front of a crowd, I'm fucking glad they didn't do it in front of a crowd. <laughs>
0: I hear you. I hear you. You know what? I kind of feel like, I. you know what? I feel like that would probably played better in front of a crowd. Candice LeRae coming out, trying to stop the match, and then kicking Johnny Gargano in the nuts. I feel like that would have played really well in front of a crowd. Oh my God, what the fuck? <laughs> And then her coming back and kicking Champa in the nuts. I think that would have been better for now.
1: Yeah, I agree with you now that I now that I actually hear from somebody else. Kind of visualize it. A solid double turn. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, actually, like a triple, I mean, double turn or triple turn. I don't man, know. Who knows? <laughs> you
0: know? Who fucking knows? 360 um, turn. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. But I feel you, though. I, I could see more cinematic matches happening. I imagine this is something Vince is loving. Not the circumstances, but the ability to to make wrestling movies. I'm sure he's down for that.
1: This is what he's always wanted to do.
0: Bruh. Bruh, He's a
1: a fucking filmmaker now. Yeah. yep, Yeah. You know, and especially, like, because, like, I'm pretty sure his names aren't on, like, movies that, like, WWE superstars are in. Oh, I don't even know. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I don't know either, but I'm pretty sure they aren't. Like, mm-hmm. like, the movies that Ziggler and The Miz have been in, the movies that Kane have been in, right. Stone Cold have been in. I'm pretty sure Vince's name isn't on those, but I guarantee
0: he fucking watches them. <laughs> he, he, he authorized it. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, I can I can see this being some kind of trend, seeing just kind of depending on how long this thing happens, you know what I mean? Um, cinematic movies, wow.
1: I just don't know how well it will work with, like, it, like pay per views, like live pay per views with crowds, mm. because people are gonna get up.
0: And, yeah, and I don't see it. Yeah, once we get crowds back, I don't see this being like nah and nearly as prevalent. No, I
1: can I can see it for the first couple pay per views just just to see how it rolls. Mm-hmm. But I I actually hope people get up and like go take a piss break and shit during that because <laughs> I wouldn't want to go to a pay per view and watch something on the fucking on the big screen. True. Fuck that.
0: I feel you. No House of Horrors match for me, damn it. Nah, hell (laughs) no. No doubt, man. Well, that was WrestleMania. A little little crackdown at NXT. My guy, we've had a good show, man. Uh Uh-huh. We've had a really good show. I didn't expect it to go this long, but we really went in, man. I hope y'all enjoyed. Absolutely. Coming very, very soon. Maybe even sooner than soon. We're going to have the all Q&A episode of the hard camera it's a tough time out here man we are quarantined we want to continue to commit to giving you the best content that we can so reach out to us via social medias man we'll, we'll definitely give you those in a second and ask us questions about anything literally anything it can be wrestling it could be pop culture sports music life stuff anything in the world and we will answer those on the on the next episode of the hard camera. Big Ren, let them know how they could reach you on the social media's dog. Uh, all right, man.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, all right. Yeah, you guys can uh you guys can look me up on the old Snapchat at uh up 316 F H H D U P. 316. You can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at A m a a f h u c k a. Check it out.
0: No doubt. Hit me on the Instagrams at Juvi you know, Desayuno, J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out the Hard Camera page on Twitter and the Instagrams at The Hard Camera. Who would have thunk? I forgot to let y'all know, and I am ashamed that I did not let y'all know because y'all already know. You listeners, you're listening to us on Spotify right now, the place to get every episode of the hard camera. Let your friends know. Tell everybody you love. Tell them to tell everybody they love. Bring it back around. Tell her. Tell everybody. And above all else, help us pay our bills. Please. Quarantine Quarantine got us fucking broke. Quarantine. And I'm broke. Nigga, I'm broke.
1: Especially mask on season. It is mask on season.
0: It is mask (laughs) on season. It definitely is. Stay safe out there. Drink your OJ. Take your vitamin C and stay your ass in the house. I am Juve sitting here with my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary. And together we are the Rockers. Until next time, we will see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. Salute.